0: Keep playing, keep working,
1: keep going and keep moving. With the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health, with an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on, keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com slash ortho to find a Baptist Health provider.
2: It's time for Louisville City FC. It's full time! Louisville wins a second consecutive cup! Right here on ESPN Louisville. Six players in the wall for LA. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores! Niall McCabe around the wall. Now live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Well, 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 here we go again. Last week, Louisville City FC
3: did what they seemingly have always done, and that is advance in the playoffs. On the road at Memphis, they conceded in the opening 38 seconds. Improbably, considering that they conceded 28 seconds into the regular regular season finale just the week prior, but rather than fold, rather than pack it up on the road and look toward a long vacation in the offseason the championship DNA of Louisville City showed itself. They tied the game 17 minutes after conceding that opening goal and then survived a grueling 100 minutes plus after that to get all the way to a penalty shootout and in that shootout Lou City prevailed after five pinpoint penalties and what finished with a miss from Memphis's Aiden McFadden. Technically speaking, with Lou City as the higher-seeded team in that game, it was an upset and it wasn't the only one on the night. The top two seeds in the Eastern Conference, Pittsburgh, the regular season champions, and Tampa Bay, the number two seed, each went down, paving the path toward, potentially, another title for Louisville City FC, and also paving the path toward a home playoff game tonight. Despite finishing with the fewest wins ever, the most losses ever, the fewest goals scored in a non-pandemic season, the most goals conceded ever, and a negative goal differential for the first time ever. A win tonight would match the standard that this club has set and lift Louisville City to a ninth straight USL Eastern Conference final. Welcome into tonight's broadcast. I'm Jeff Milby alongside Casey Whitfield, James Black, our producer, back in the ESPN 680 and 1057 studios. And we are thrilled to say we're bringing you tonight's game live from Lynn Family Stadium by virtue of all of those upsets that took place last week. And Casey Whitfield, right off the bat, we need to mention the conditions under which this game will be played. For the moment, it looks like the rain has let up, but for about the last 30 minutes, it was an absolute downpour. And so that has lightened the crowd a bit. Those that have made the trek down to Butchertown to Lynn Family Stadium are kind of lingering in the upper reaches of the stadium under the roof. But also, not just the atmosphere will be impacted by the rain, but the the literal field itself will be impacted by uh, this weather that we are experiencing.
4: Look, rain or no rain, I'm excited to get to watch some more soccer here at Lynn Family Stadium, and I'm sure I speak for everybody that any time we get to watch a game here, it's a special moment. Uh, But the field conditions will will definitely be a factor. You will probably see the the back line for teams whipping out the studs uh, to make sure that they've got good traction so they're not sliding around. Goalkeepers are really going to have a hard time with it because the ball is going to be extremely slick, It's going to bounce weird on the ball, so they're going to have to make sure that they are being really sure-handed and getting their bodies behind the ball to not make any sort of mistakes. And then with regards to the speed of play, it's going to be significantly faster. I mean, you think about it. Teams now water fields before and after or before the games at halftime to pick up the speed of play. So between the amount of rain that we just had, it's going to be a very saturated field and the ball's going to move very, very quickly, which I think Lou City can use to their advantage in whipping the ball side to side, moving it quickly, playing in that one 2 touch passing. But if they want to play that style, they're going to have to have a lot of movement from their attacking players. So it's going to be a big task for the offense to be able to play that style but I think that's when they play their best soccer.
3: The good news is that it looks like, according to the radar I'm looking at, right? I mean, you can look at any radar you want, you might get a different readout on what's expected to come. But the radar I'm looking at right now shows that it's going to be clear until at least about 9 o'clock. So we will be well into the second half of the game when the rain does return, if it does. There certainly will be rain in Louisville tonight. There is a huge storm cell out in about Missouri right now. That's making it its way northeastward toward Louisville. So we're gonna get rain tonight. The question will be, will we get rain while we play soccer here at Lynn Family Stadium? Time will tell. We will see more in the second half of tonight's game. But Casey I led off the broadcast with the headline of these USL playoffs, the upsets in the Eastern Conference. And that has created now a clear path for Louisville City to not just go back to the Eastern Conference Final for a ninth consecutive season, which is, by the way, a standard that is unmatched... No matter the level of American professional soccer, no MLS team has gone to the conference finals nine straight years. No team in any other league has gone to their conference final nine straight years. It is unprecedented, this level of success that Louisville City has had. But it's not just the upsets set a clear path for Louisville City to a conference final next week. It's also set a clear path, I think, to the USL championship final because the other game in the Eastern Conference, which is underway currently, is Charleston, the three seed, taking on Birmingham, the seven seed. And neither of those teams frighten I think Louisville City fans that much. I mean Pittsburgh was the regular season champ. They were upended by Detroit, Tampa Bay. We know the pedigree they have and the quality they have and they were upended by Birmingham at home last week. So there's a clear chance to not just make it back to next week's conference final but take it all the way back to the championship final for the second straight year.
4: I think I speak for many fans when I say we don't have to go through Tampa Bay again because that is always just such a tough, grueling match and I feel like year in and year out they're the team that we have to go through to win so i think once we saw them fall i think it is true that the pathway just kind of opened up i mean by no means is any game going to be an easy game because that's the usl for you it depends on what team shows up and tries to play but looking at the trajectory of the team looking at the outlook and the potential teams that they could be playing you've got to be feeling pretty good about it or you know at least a little confident when you're looking at it i mean to be able to not only have the potential to make it through to the finals, but for there also to be the potential for you to host through the finals, yep. the championship, the big one, yep. is incredible. And so I, I think that definitely is going to motivate the players. But again, you have to show up and you have to play the game in front of you. None of the, 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 fi- the finals, doesn't, the, 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 the the Western or Eastern Conference champion doesn't matter, the The championship doesn't matter if you don't win this match. You have to take it one game at a time. And this game is the most important game of the season because it's the next one. So you can't look too far ahead. You have to focus on Detroit. They are coming off of a massive win. They've got all the high going with them. They have nothing to lose in this match. So you have to come out and put together a performance. So, But, I mean, as a fan looking ahead, I'm pretty excited.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I yeah. I, <laughs> How could you not be? To be clear to Louisville City fans, here's the path toward not just a championship game, but a home championship game you need. Next week, if Louisville City wants to be at home, they need Birmingham to upset Charleston. And then in the Western Conference, there's only one team that Louisville City would host if they made it to the title game. That is Phoenix. So you hope it is a rematch of that 2018 championship game. You hope it's Louisville City and Phoenix rising in the title game. Because if it is, it would be played right here at Lynn Family Stadium. We're about 13 minutes away from kickoff here in Butchertown between Louisville City and tonight's opponent in the Eastern Conference semifinal, Detroit City FC. We'll tell you more about Detroit, their path to this game, their big upset over Pittsburgh, and what this game may look like on the field when we return. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680 and
5: 105.7. The boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth
3: worth it.
5: Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
6: Kentucky has 80,000 miles of roadway. That's a lot of pavement. It's also a lot of looking out for your neighbor. Being a safe driver means yielding to pedestrians and cyclists, especially when turning, stopping for pedestrians at crosswalks, giving bikes safe distance, and always keeping your eyes on the road. Drive safe, Kentucky. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
7: Burger King is a proud sponsor of the Lew City Football Club this season. Stop in to one of our Metro Louisville restaurants to fuel up before heading over to Lynn Family Stadium for a game. Or swing by afterwards to celebrate a win. Enjoy the $5 Whopper Junior Duo. Purchase any two Whopper Juniors for just $5. Have you tried the BBQ Bacon and Cheese Whopper Junior? It's a delicious way to feed your family or the whole supporter group. Your local BK teams are rooting for you this season. Blue City, go purple. At BK, where you have it your way. You rule. Nance Craft Florist, family owned and operated in
8: Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen & Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at Nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
7: It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN
2: Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. Tonight's opponents
3: for Louisville City, it is Detroit City FC. They are a team in their second year in the league They came up from the lower levels of American soccer. They played in a league called NISA, which is technically an amateur league. The club turned professional, joined the USL last year, and has made the playoffs in each of their first two seasons. And they pulled off the biggest win in the history of their club, whether it was amateur or professional, last weekend when they went up to Pittsburgh before a rowdy crowd of Riverhounds fans, a sold-out crowd, ...at Highmark Stadium... ...and they pulled off the one nothing upset... ...a youngster, Dominique Gasso... ...a 20-year-old Academy product... ...scored his first professional goal... ...in the 78th minute... ...and they were able to see that one nothing lead... ...into a one nothing victory... ...and that has propelled them to this Eastern Conference... semifinal, where they will face Louisville City FC... ...this is a team that struggled mightily... ...at large parts of the year... ...they were the final seed to make it into the playoffs... ...the 8th seed in the East... ...they had a losing record... ...11 wins, 15 losses... Eight ties, and we thought Louisville City had some goal-scoring woes over the course of the regular season. Mentioned that it was their lowest goal-scoring output, Louisville City, in any non-pandemic gear, but Detroit City would absolutely trade places with Louisville. That's because they scored just 31 goals in the regular season. That was the fewest in the USL, and they had a minus-eight goal differential. They play for a head coach, Trevor James, who is moving into an executive role at season's end. So he is on his swan song, potentially, tonight. We will continue to talk about Detroit City. We'll hear from Louisville City's head coach, Danny Cruz, when we come back. National Anthem underway here at Lynn Family Stadium. You're listening to ESPN
9: Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
0: A Germantown gem, Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Toyota began a revolution
10: over 20 years ago with this iconic name, the Prius, a revolution that saved 139 million tons of greenhouse gas emissions, leading the way toward carbon neutrality as part of Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. With more electrified choices, including hybrid versions of the best-selling Camry and RAV4 and the new battery electric BZ4X, Toyota is electrified, diversified, and we're always looking to make a positive impact on the planet and society. Toyota. Let's go places.
7: Burger King is a proud sponsor of the Lou City Football Club this season. Stop in to one of our Metro Louisville restaurants to fuel up before heading over to Lynn Family Stadium for a game. Or swing by afterwards to celebrate a win. Enjoy the $5 Whopper Jr. duo. Purchase any two Whopper Juniors for just $5. Have you tried the BBQ Bacon and Cheese Whopper, Junior? It's a delicious way to feed your family or the whole supporter group. Your local BK teams are rooting for you this season. Blue City, go purple at BK where you have it your way. You rule. Energy
11: comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today.
2: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. We were talking about Detroit's
3: lack of goal scoring before we headed to break. 31 goals on the regular season for Detroit, the fewest in the USL, and yet somehow they were able to make the playoffs. That's because they have a phenomenal goalkeeper and a strong defensive team. Similar story for Louisville City. Their 42 goals were tied for 18th in the league, and they, too, have a strong goalkeeper, Oliver Zimla, the rookie, has 12 shutouts on the season but because of the lack of goal scoring prowess from these two teams perhaps that is why louisville city's head coach danny cruz thinks this game will come down to set pieces
6: expected to be tight obviously
1: um you know when you look at it being a playoff game uh you know the both, both teams excellent on set pieces i'm expecting that to be an important uh part of this game uh but again they are a team that went in and and uh, performed really really well against Pittsburgh really the last two games of the year um, and so you know we're, we're expecting a tough challenge we're expecting a group that uh, is, uh, is excited to be uh, in this position and, and playing you know in a, in a beautiful stadium with a really good field.
3: Those are Danny Cruz's keys to the game. What are Casey Whitfield's keys to the game?
4: So I think Louisville City needs to not be afraid to take chances. We have to be willing to take chances when they present themselves, especially with the weather the way it is. You never know how the ball is going to bounce, if the keeper is going to collect it cleanly. So we have to make sure that we're taking chances when we get them so we can get some goals. And then next, start strong. The last two games we've conceded very early. So we have to make sure that we come out locked in and focused so we don't start the game with an uphill battle and we're better able to take control of the game from the start. And then finally, mentally tough. This game is by no means going to be easy. Detroit is a team that is physical. They like to talk some smack out there on the field. The weather maybe isn't ideal. The ref could potentially make calls that we don't agree with, but we can't let any of that get to us. We have to make sure that we're mentally tough and ready to battle the victory.
3: Starting lineups and kickoff for next, Louisville City against Detroit City. It's a USL Championship Eastern Conference semifinal. If Louisville City can win, they'll head back to a ninth conference final. They've never failed to make that stage in the playoffs. Starting lineups and kickoff are next.
5: The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
12: From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between nortonchildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way
1: at cooper's craft we know the barrel makes the bourbon that's why we make the barrels our master coopers raise our barrels by hand then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof we use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up cooper's craft drink responsibly Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
8: Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at Nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
2: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Breeze Airways. We'll start with Detroit
3: because they made zero changes, not just to their starting 11, but to their entire 18 from their victory a week ago at Pittsburgh it's Nate Steinwasher in goal, arguably the best goalkeeper in the league. He has the second-best save percentage in all of the USL. Defensive players in front of him include Devin Amu-Mensa, Stephen Carroll, Matt Lewis, and Michael Bryant in the midfield. Dominique Gasso, the youngster, the 20-year-old that scored the winner last week, joined by Maxi Rodriguez, Reese Williams, Abu Jop, and Connor Rutz. And then the number nine, the center forward, an Englishman at 24 years of age from Ipswich, Ben Morris scored against Louisville City earlier this year. He scored six times all year long. Trevor James, the head coach for Detroit City, mentioned that he's moving into an executive role at the end of the year. So this is his, potentially his last game as a head coach. He's hoping it is not if his team can move on. Louisville City on the other side. They make one change to the starting lineup. We will get to that in a moment. It's Oliver Zimla in goal. The back line in front of him. From left to right, West Sharpie, Kyle Adams, Sean Tosh, and Manny Perez in the midfield. It's Tyler Gibson, Carlos Mogel Jr., and the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo. The change in the lineup is Jorge Gonzalez. He will line up down the left wing, Brian Ombe down the right wing, and Cameron Lancaster, who has scored in two consecutive games, starts down the middle for Lou City. It'll be Detroit possession from the opening kick. They're wearing white on the road with teal shorts, white shirt, shorts, and socks, teal shorts, Louisville City in the all-black alternate uniforms that they debuted just a couple of weeks ago, the referee tonight, Ricardo Fierro, wearing uh, red, blows his whistle, and we are underway, Detroit with possession moving from left to right in the first half, Louisville defending the Estopinal end goal, moving from right to left. Detroit with possession. They played it forward, looking for their center forward, Ben Morris, and it's cut out by Sean Tosh, and Louisville City is on the ball. Zimla has to clear it under some pressure near midfield. Coming up for the header was Michael Bryant. An exchange of possession. It'll fall to Detroit. A long ball down the near sideline, looking for Rutz to chase. He's beaten to the ball by Sharpie. Sharpie shields Rutz off the ball, and it's behind for a goal kick to Louisville City. Casey Whitfield, you liked the addition of Jorge Gonzalez to this Louisville City starting lineup. It's his first start for Lou City since September 30th.
4: I love the addition. I'm, I'm a big Gonzalez fan. I think that when he is on the field, they are more dynamic offensively. They are more creative offensively. I think when he is able to get on the ball, especially in the middle of the field, his vision on the ball is so good.
3: Here comes Louisville City, a ball through from Lancaster toward Brian Ombi on the inside left, but Ombi couldn't quite catch up to it. It was a ball on the ground. First time the boys in purple have forade forward tonight just past the opening minute of the game. Here's a long ball from Detroit looking for Reese Williams the left winger. He's beaten to it by Manny Perez. Louisville's right back in the Louisville half and he sends it out of play for a Detroit City throw on the far side of the Detroit left in the Louisville half. The throw comes in from Williams back to Devin Amu mensah a player who came back from an ACL tear that ended his year last season. Along the back line it goes from Michael Bryant to Matt Lewis. And I beg your pardon, that is actually Stephen Carroll, the Irishman, who is the captain of this team at 29 years of age. Been the captain since 2019. Carroll has it now. The left center back to the right center back. That is Matt Lewis. And out of the near sideline where the right back, Michael Bryant, has it. Just kicking the ball along the back line here, Detroit. Louisville pressing forward now a little bit with Carlos Moguel. He chases the ball all the way into the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. And Steinwasher hits a long upfield with his left foot. Headed out or headed into the air by Wes Sharpie. And his header goes out for a Detroit throw on the near sideline. That is the Detroit right, about four or five yards shy of the midway line in their defensive half.
11: Well, with
4: what I would call a little more defensive three in the middle of the field, you're going to see players like Mogel having to do a lot more work pushing higher up the field. Uh, Apollo Del Piccolo having to sit higher up the field because they don't necessarily have a true number 10 or attacking midfielder there in the middle. So you're going to see those players kind of have a little interchange between their role.
3: Here comes Louisville City on a break. Tyler Gibson did really well defensively. It's Ombi left of the box just outside of it driving in cross comes into the six yard box cleared high into the air by a movementsa of Detroit still in the air and it's still alive falls to Ownby puts it in the box to Lancaster brings it down and then a Detroit player comes back to clear it away that was Jopp who tracked back to take it off the toes of Lancaster and clear it up out of danger just past the three minute mark first real opportunity for Louisville City and just not quite the final finish that they needed. Lancaster had the ball, just had to turn and have a hit, didn't quite get it off.
0: Yeah,
4: he had a a difficult angle there, especially with the defender on him as he's taking his touch away from goal. His momentum's going away from the goal. He's kind of outside of that near post, so for him to be able to take a touch, turn, and have a strike going back across the goal face, it's very, very difficult, and he really didn't have anyone to lay it off to because Detroit did really well to drop back and recover there.
3: Here comes Detroit trying to break. They have it on the near side. That's the right just into the attacking half. Connor Rutz is turned back by Wes Sharpie, and Detroit will knock the ball around the back, build through possession here. It is not, as you might imagine, the biggest crowd that we've ever had at a Louisville City game, but the fans that have made it through the weather are loud and into it. People that are here want to be here, clearly, and so despite not being a sellout by really a some margin, it's gonna be an energetic and energized and enthusiastic crowd. As you hear them, ooh and aah to Manny Perez, who's dribbling with the ball, spinning around on the far right side, just outside of the Detroit box. Couldn't get the cross off. Good defending there by Detroit. I believe that's Reese Williams over there doing the work. And it's out for a Detroit throw on the far side, the left, in their defensive half. Four and a half minutes gone in this game. There are a sizable portion of Detroit fans that have made the trek down at the interstate to see this game they're gathered I love it they're gathered over, it. They got a whole little yeah. section
4: over there that's awesome I'd say there's about 150 that's awesome. of them looking yeah. at it
3: maybe 100 maybe less than 150 about 100 I would say over it creates there. a
4: really fun atmosphere because you've Indeed got both does. fans that have loud fans that want to be there that are dedicated to their teams out here cheering them on so I, I think it's great
3: yeah say what you will about Detroit's fans but they are certainly dedicated to their team and uh, they will make some noise, I would imagine, on that far side. Louisville with the ball right now in the attacking half. Inside right is Gonzalez. Wide right, Manny Perez looking to put a cross in standing over the ball, plays it into uh, Gonzalez once again, dribbling around, Jop sticks out a leg, does Jop to knock it away, those two collide, both go to the ground, no whistle from the referee bunch of players bunched up on the far sideline, and the ball goes past the sideline off of the feet of Carlos Moguel Jr. of Louisville City, and it is another Detroit City throw on the far side there left in their defensive half.
4: I appreciate that the ref is letting them play early on, he's letting the players get a feel for the match he's not trying to really implement himself too much in the game, but I will say, with these two teams, he just needs to make sure that he's being careful and does eventually begin to get a little bit of a hold of the game and doesn't let it get out of hand because if these two teams get out of hand it's going to get dangerous.
3: Cameron Lancaster looks like he's up for this one a lot of hustle right there from Lancaster and he wins a corner for his team the first five five corner of the night for Louisville City it'll come from the far side that's the Louisville City right it was just a simple ball forward one-on-one between Lancaster and Carroll both at full sprint and Lancaster won the corner great hustle great intensity from Louisville City's all-time leading goal scorer. This corner will be an outswinger off the right foot of Carlos Mogel. Paolo Picolo stands near him as a short option if they want it. Mogel assisted Lancaster from a corner for Louisville's lone goal in regulation last week in their victory over Memphis in the conference quarterfinal. The referee blows his whistle to try and organize the players battling for position in the box. Now he blows it to allow the corner. Here it comes from Mogel, The outswinger high into the air into the six yard box just over the head of Ownby and then ultimately the flag goes up for an offside call or a foul rather I suppose or maybe the ball just bent out of play that's what happened here I think it's just a free kick to Detroit, regardless. I think a foul, ultimately, is what was called because this is going to be outside of the six-yard box.
4: Yeah, I think it was a foul on Brian Ombi. I think when Ombi went up to win the ball, he put his hands in the defender's back. And any time, any, any, any time, a referee sees the attacking player put the hands in the back of the defender, it's going to be a call because that's pushing off to help establish your position. And uh, it's, it's the right call. Ombi just has to make sure if he's going up for the ball that he maybe keeps his hands to his side to have a little bit cleaner of a win there.
3: Just past the seven-minute mark the opening jabs in this match between these two. Louisville has landed more of them so far, I would say. But Detroit with possession right now with Steinwasher, the goalkeeper, just outside of the box on the right side. He drives it long with his right foot. Knocked down by Palo del Piccolo. Moguel, a ball forward for Louisville. Cleared away by Carroll for Detroit. Manny Perez sprinting forward to win the ball. 1-2 between Perez and Gonzalez. Good stuff. Here's the cross from Manny. In towards Lancaster. Off the back of his foot. Oh, it'll come back to Manny on the inline. And now the flag goes up as he drives it into the box once again. Manny Perez was in an offside position when that ball kindly ricocheted back to him. And so it'll be a a free kick, rather, to Detroit here in their box just to the left side. And Manny Perez, by the way, sporting a mustache, I think, for the first time that we've seen this year. Maybe it's a playoff mustache. That's what I'm going with.
4: Well, I think the refs are having a conversation because the fans are upset because it it came off of the Detroit player, but the Detroit player did not make a play on the ball. If he would have swung and made an intentional play on the ball, then Perez would not have been off But because it just kind of deflected off of him and Perez was in an offside position, it is going to be offside. So it is the right call. It's a tough one because you think, oh, it hit off the defender. He's got to be good. But uh, it, it, it is the right call. But I like the combination play between Gonzalez and Perez. I'm really excited though to watch the battle between Reese Williams and Manny Perez. Williams is really good as a wing player he's able to whip the balls and he's very dynamic offensively so I'm excited for that matchup
3: Reese Williams a 28 year old in his third year in the USL playing for Detroit here the free kick ensuing after that offside call was hit out of play by Steinwasher it's a Louisville City throw they send it in the attacking half Lancaster trying to hold it up he can't quite do it it's cleared up high into the air by Detroit bounces a couple times to the right of the center circle hooked over the shoulder by Gibson Back and forth they go. Del Piccolo comes down with the ball, plays it wide right to Gonzalez, and Louisville has settled down with possession here. They have it along the back line with the right center back, Tosh. Now the left center back, Adams, in the defensive half. One player up near him for Detroit. That's Morris. Now into the midfield with Gibson. Chased by Jop. Jop into the back of Gibson, and then Sharpie has to try and drive it forward with his right foot where it's intercepted by Detroit. They hit it long over the top for Morris to chase. He's beaten to the ball by Adams. He touches it out for a Detroit throw. On the near side, the right, this is in a more promising position. They're in the Louisville defensive third.
4: I think Louisville has started, though, with some really great energy coming forward, and a positive as they aren't down a goal. In the past two games, at this <laughs> point in the game, they've been down a goal. An excellent point. So, I mean, I think that's a big positive takeaway as they've started out with some really strong energy. They've been kind of the aggressive. They have 12 final third entries compared to Detroit's only three, so they really have been the, the better team going forward, but now they have to see if they can begin to turn those entries into the final third into some shots.
3: Long throw into the box from Detroit. It's knocked down. Ownby comes out of the crowd with it, Dri- dribbles out of the box, and then clears it long on the ground near midfield where Williams picks it up for Detroit he plays a long diagonal to the top of the box toward Morris headed away from him and picked up by Jorge Gonzalez for Louisville City numbers back for Detroit though so no opportunity to break Louisville will keep possession Gonzalez plays it into the middle of the Gibson now along the back line the left center back Adams into the midfield Carlos Mogel Jr. the academy product who is growing by leaps and bounds over the course of this season. Had his fourth career assist last week. Smogel with it to the left of the center circle and in the defensive half. Back it goes to Adams. He touches it forward. No one... Jogging with him for Detroit for pressure. Adams picks up his head a long diagonal to the right side toward Jorge Gonzalez. A battle between him and A Mensah in the air. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side of the right in the final third. Gonzalez takes it quickly. Backward to Manny Perez on the far sideline. Inside right now with Gibson. Still in the attacking half. Further backward it goes to Tosh. Tosh, though, with time and space. Touches it forward. Looking to drive it into the box, perhaps. Now plays it wide right to Manny Perez forward wide right, Jorge Gonzalez, his cross high into the air to the back post, arriving late as Sharpie, trying to keep it alive, he'll drift all the way to the near sideline, plays it into the box to Del Piccolo, just to the left of it now knocked away by Maxi Rodriguez of Detroit and it's going to go out just near the corner flag it'll be a Louisville City throw on the near side the left.
4: One thing I'm noticing offensively that Louisville City is doing that I think is hurting them, is the three front players are staying too much in their channels they're kind of just hanging out on the outside back, so the center or their the respective defender instead of trying to make a few more dynamic runs maybe making a diagonal run to open up some space for the, the backs for the midfielders to be able to find them
3: throw came into Ownby he couldn't quite control it Dominic Gasso Picked it up for Detroit and cleared it long and out of play. It's going to be a Louisville throw at midfield on the near side of the left, just between the two benches and the two head coaches. Left back tonight, West Sharpie will take it. Throws it down the near sideline to Del Piccolo, trying to control it around two defenders, and he's able to win another throw about 20 yards further forward on the near side of the left. Sharpie will take it once again, and it goes to Ownby this time on the near sideline. He dribbles in field on his right foot, swings it all the way across the field from left to right to Manny Perez. From sideline to sideline, Perez retrieves the ball right now. Touches it back to Chantosh, the right center back. He's in the attacking half. He touches it forward, about 10 yards past midway. To the far side, Gonzala. I beg your pardon, Perez. Now is with it on the far sideline. He's dribbling backward with the a movement inside his back pocket. All the way back to Tosh. Tosh swings it into the center circle to Kyle Adams, and Louisville will now try and work down the left side. 12 and a half minutes gone in this game. 0 0 our score. Louisville with 58% possession so far in these early stages. Mogel inside right, wide right it goes to Manny Perez in the attacking half. Back to Mogel on the inside right, now into the middle to Gibson. Ball rolls past him, he runs to the near sideline, plays it here to Sharpie on the left for Louisville City. Detroit sitting back defensively with good shape right now. Louisville just knocking it around the perimeter trying to poke and prod. Maybe pull somebody out of position. It's Adams with it in the defensive half. Drives a long ball down the left wing towards Ombi. Up in the air for it was Michael Bryant with the header and then Rutz clears it further ahead for Detroit. To Morris who's trying to hold it up against Adams. He heads it back into play where Del Piccolo intercepts to Ombi. Here comes Louisville with numbers potentially. Ombi in the middle of the field. Gonzalez through to Ombi. Ombi in the box. He goes down. Was it a foul? It was! It's going to be a penalty for Lou City. 13 and a half minutes into the game, and the boys in purple will have the opportunity to take an early lead in this Eastern Conference semifinal from 12 yards out from the mark. Brian Ownby uh, did a lot of work on that play and ultimately drew the foul, drew the penalty, and it's also going to be a booking. A World of Beer yellow card, I believe, shown to Bryant of Detroit. But Louisville City with a PK here, Casey, and an opportunity to take an early lead.
4: Well, and it starts off with kind of a turnover, and then the thing that they did there that was different than what they've been doing in previous buildups is they attached the middle of the field. Brian Umby picked the ball up and ran right into the middle of the field, and it was a really fortunate little combination play. I don't think it was really supposed to go through to Brian Umby, but it deflected right in his path, and then no question about it from the angle that we had, it was absolutely a penalty kick. Brian Umby does extremely well there but he attacked the middle of the field on the dribble and that is what made the difference it forced the defense to collapse in on him for them to get disjointed and now has led to this opportunity
3: that's going to be Cameron Lancaster to take this penalty two straight games with a goal after he didn't play for over a month due to personal absence been a very up and down last couple of seasons for Lancaster but perhaps he can put an exclamation point on 2023 here's his approach on the penalty and he puts it away cameron lancaster gives louisville city an early lead in this playoff game lynn family stadium erupts with noise it's lou city one detroit city nothing 15 minutes into the game Onby drew the penalty and Lancaster put it away to the goalkeeper's left. Steinwasher guessed the wrong way and Lancaster expertly knocked it into the back of the net to make it a 1-0 lead.
4: And I love the decision for Lancaster to take that penalty because we've seen so many times Sean Tosh step up and take those but right now Lancaster is the player that's hot and you want to keep your goal scorers hot so by having Lancaster step up and take this penalty kick which he absolutely flawlessly buries it in the back of the net sends the goalkeeper going the wrong way but by having him step up and take this penalty kick you're continually building his confidence building up his momentum in the playoffs which is exactly what you need if you want to make a run
3: first penalty goal of the season for Cameron Lancaster believe that or not for a guy that has made a career out of putting penalties away. It's one to nothing in favor of Louisville City. That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. 16 minutes and change on the clock right now. And Louisville City already in front. You mentioned it a minute ago, Casey. Last two weeks... They've conceded inside the opening 40 seconds each time. But here against Detroit, they... This is a are,
4: different team.
3: It feels like it, right? Yes. They're much more confident right now. Manny Perez very confident as he dribbled around in a, a defending De- a Detroit player. Then a back return from him from Gonzalez. Drove it through him, or drove it to him in the attacking half. And Perez draws a foul. And i tell you what, that combination on the right side, Casey, Manny Perez and Jorge Gonzalez. I love it. It's been really something so far. They've been quick thinking.
4: Well, I think they both play a, a similar style. They, they're very into the one-two. Style, the quick play. They're very technical players. They're very fast players. They're creative on the ball, and so I think they pair up nicely. They understand where the other one's go, in, They understand the space that needs to be filled. So I, I think the pairing of those two is really nice. And normally Ombi's on that side, so yep. to switch Ombi completely to the other side really goes to show what a relationship those two have on the field.
3: Yeah, it's an absolutely great point. Ombi playing down to the left right now. And Gonzalez playing on the right. Fifth third free kick for Louisville City in the attacking half. Just a yard in from the far sideline. Maybe 20 yards past the halfway line. Manny Perez stands over. He's going to drive it into the box with his right foot. High into the air toward Ombi at the back post. Trying to just flick his header on toward goal. Didn't get much power on it. And Steinwasher will come off of his line to retrieve the ball before letting it go, or, uh, rather than letting it go out of play. The goalkeeper for Detroit. And so Detroit City now trailing one to nothing. We'll try and forge a comeback trail. Steinwasher places the ball on the ground and hits it long down the inside right. Adams wins the header for Louisville. Knocked around and then high up into the air and out of play. It'll be a Detroit throw on the near side, the right. And the other game we have our eye on tonight, Birmingham and Charleston. If Louisville City emerges victorious tonight, and Birmingham also can upset Charleston, The Eastern Conference Final would be here next week. And right now in that game, Casey Whitfield, it is a tie score.
4: Yeah, it's tied 1-1 at halftime. Uh, Charleston going up early in the match, but Birmingham coming back in the 41st minute and tying it up before the half. So we're definitely going to keep you updated on that one, and we're going to have our eye on it because that definitely is going to really dictate what's going to happen next weekend potentially.
3: Absolutely will dictate what's going to happen next weekend. Again, there is a path for Louisville to host the championship final if they can make it there they would need to face Phoenix that's the only team out of the West where they would have to travel to Lynn Family Stadium in the championship final. And Birmingham next week, if they emerge victorious, the game would be right here, as we mentioned. Here's Louisville on the ball with Ombi, driving out of the defensive half. He's past the midway line, drives into three Detroit players, and one of them cleared it off of Ombi's feet and out of play for a Louisville City throw on the near sideline to the left. But to tell you what, Brian Ombi, we've sung the praises of Gonzalez on the right and Manny Perez, but Ombi looks very lively as well on the left side, and he's shown up in the middle a couple of times as well.
4: Well, and I feel like Ombi, as he's come back from injury, we haven't really seen the true Brian Ombi yet. The, the energy that he's had, the ability on the ball that we know he's so capable of. And it feels like in this match, he's on and he's ready. And it is the Brian Nomi that we are so used to seeing. The energy for the players, the way that Louisville City has started. They are a completely different team than the team that showed up last weekend against
3: Memphis. 58%, 58% possession for Louisville City. Just the one shot in the game. That was uh, the penalty for Cameron Lancaster. But Louisville does look much more vibrant than they have in the last several weeks right now. Long ball from Steinwasher, the Detroit goalkeeper. We're in the 19th, 20th minute, actually. Ball high into the air toward Cameron Lancaster to chase. It's going to bounce. Lancaster trying to hold it up. And finally, Detroit will clear it away through Stephen Carroll. Sharpie intercepts, kicks it forward to Lancaster. And now Cameron trying to hold it up once again on the near sideline. He's got it now, facing forward, looking to drive in across. It's a decent one towards Gonzalez, and Amu Mensa had to go to the ground. The defender for Detroit to clear it up into the stands past the near sideline. It's a Louisville City throw. Cameron Lancaster not often a crosser, but he put in a good one there.
4: No, I love that idea. And you could see Gonzalez wave his hand, like, pointing to where the run he was going to make. So the communication between those two really good, Amu Mensa making a really good last-ditch effort there to get that one out.
3: Brian Ombe wins a Wi-Fi corner for Lou City. He just dribbled right past Bryant on the near side. That's the Louisville City left. Back to the end line before Bryant recovered and knocked it behind. So it'll be another Wi-Fi corner for Lou City. This time from the near sideline, the left. It'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Carlos Moguel. He stands over it as the fans begin to make some noise. Louisville City fans may be smelling a little blood in the water right now, hoping their team can win this one comfortably into the Eastern Conference final, here comes the Wi-Fi corner, driven in on the ground to the near post, knocked into the middle to Del Piccolo, Gonzalez a swing, into Sharpie, loose ball, falls to Gonzalez once again, just at the top of the box to Del Piccolo on the near sideline, he's dribbling towards the corner flag, now bends around, puts it across with the six-yard box, headed out by Detroit, Joppa's second header to head it further forward, and then a foul called against Louisville City will end that threat, giving Detroit a free kick here
4: interesting little set piece there to try to play it short to Gonzalez for a little flicked layoff for them for him then to get it back. It seemed a little congested in the area and I with set pieces being such a big factor that Danny Cruz talked about in this game surprised they didn't just try to whip a ball and especially with the height and the talent that they have especially being on the side where it's the best service I think from Mogel on this side where you can kind of send that in swinging ball instead of an out swinging ball um, but regardless a decent set piece. Uh, not sure if I would do it again
3: 22 minutes nearly into this game Louisville one wanted nothing lead Cameron Lancaster scored on the penalty that was drawn by Brian Ombi Ombi with the ball now driving down the near sideline gets past two Detroit players plays it into Lancaster 25 yards from goal turns into a challenge from Carroll and Carroll did just enough to get the ball away from Lancaster Jop was driving forward for Detroit. Knocked off of his feet, but then it falls to Reese Williams, and he comes into the attacking half. Here comes Detroit driving forward. Williams on the left, far sideline. Now cuts it backward, plays it backward to Amu Mensah. There's a Detroit player back behind the play, down on the ground. But Detroit's still knocking the ball around. Finally, they realize what's happened, and the referee will now blow his whistle. And halt play to go check on this Detroit player. It's Abdu Jop back in the Detroit half near the far sideline. He's down in a heap on his side. And the referee will now call on the athletic trainer from Detroit to come check on him. 22 minutes, 43 seconds, and counting upward here in the first half at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City has been by far the better team so far, Casey. But I'll make a point to you that I've made to you a few times this year when they've had situations like this. A one-goal lead not often going to be enough, and when you are the team in control, you're the team playing with authority, you need to bag a couple of goals to make that authority count on the scoreboard. That seems to be the theme right now for Louisville City, in my eyes, anyway.
4: Not only that, but you haven't had any other shots on goal. There have been no other shots, opportunities, anything else created in the 23 minutes that we have played so far the only look that you have had has been the penalty kick and so to me while it's wonderful it's exciting it's great that we're up that's a little concerning uh that's definitely something that i wouldn't feel too good about
3: but the performance
4: the performance has been there but then for nothing to come from that you've been playing well you've been getting the ball your energy is great you're doing all the right things and you're not creating any scoring opportunities
3: again. So, I mean these are two teams that over the course of the they're long the lowest regular season scoring team We're low scoring yes. teams. Detroit was bringing up the rear with 31 goals Louisville City Scored on the season 42 goals in the regular year. That was tied for 18th most in the league Both are good defensive teams though Detroit had 39 goals against them. That was the third best defensive record in the league Louisville City the 12th best defensive record in the league at 45 goals allowed. Jop has been taken off the field and it's a drop ball back to Detroit to get us underway and now Jop allowed to return. So he is okay. He will remain in the game and Detroit will continue with the ball here. They have along the back line with Stephen Carroll, their left center back into Gasso in the center circle now to the right center back Matt Lewis to the right back Brian he plays it forward into the middle to a movement so he made a long run forward from left back into the midfield but he is discarded of the ball by Jorge Gonzalez back it goes to Ki- uh, Kyle Adams he sends a long ball toward Cameron Lancaster the defender for Detroit went up over his back and won the header but it'll fall back to Louisville City on the near sideline with the left back tonight Wes Sharpie been a center back most of the year but with some injuries to Amadou Dia Sharpie filling in ably at left back all the way back it goes to Zimla the goalkeeper in the D of his box plays it to the right center back Tosh he touches it forward at a jogging pace plays it on the ground wide right to Manny Perez at the midway line Perez veering backward once again to Tosh Tosh with a couple of defenders near him plays it back to Manny Perez who's cut to the inside right now dragging the ball all the way across the back line he's playing between the center backs for the moment Manny gives it up to Adams now wide left it goes to Ombi returns it to Adams on the inside left in the defensive half Louisville with 59% possession so far. They've really controlled the game. Long ball from Gibson on the diagonal. Looking for Ownby making a run down this left wing, but it's over his head. Too hotly hit off the foot of Tyler Gibson, and it's out for a Detroit City throw on the near side. This is the Detroit right in their defensive half.
4: It's just too straight offensively. They're running in straight lines. They're going straight up and down the field. There's not enough interchange and movement between the front players, so it's making it really difficult for the back line to be able to find anyone up front or to be able to release any of that pressure because everyone's just kind of standing in their area and waiting for the ball to come to them. I need to see more movement up top, more interchange between the front three players. Maybe Lancaster makes a run out wide and Ombi makes to run across the middle of the field, and they're able to break out through him, but regardless there just has to be a little more dynamic movement up top.
3: In the 27th minute, here's a foul against Louisville City. Amu Mensa, so the left back, was moving forward on that left side in the defensive half for Detroit. He was knocked down on a shoulder-to-shoulder challenge. It's a foul and a free kick to Detroit. They knocked the ball around their back line to the right side now with Maxi Rodriguez he just picks up his head and hits it long down this right channel looking for perhaps ruts but it really wasn't particularly close to him and it bounces into the Louisville box into the feet of Zimla the Louisville goalkeeper he's walking with the ball right now at his feet no one coming up for pressure for Detroit still Zimla standing over it and now he'll finally pick it up after Morris got within about eight yards of him and Zimler rolls it to the near side the left, that's Adams, the inside left position, center back he drives along diagonal, looking to the right side toward Gonzalez, cleared away by Amu Mensa. battle for possession on the far sideline Gibson with a touch forward to Del Piccolo and Louisville coming forward wide right, it goes to Manny Perez, they're in the attacking half here, backward on the inside right is Tyler Gibson as Jopp, the player that was injured a moment ago, is down injured behind the play once again, and once again the referee will now blow his whistle to stop play and booze coming down from the crowd here at Lynn Family Stadium. Their team had the ball. They wanted to see them continue, but Jop for the second time in about four minutes goes down in a heap. And you'd have to think Detroit is going to be working on a substitution here shortly. They got one player warming up on the end line as the referee calls on the athletic trainer once again. So you'd have to think Abu Jop is going to have to come out of the game here, Casey. I
4: would imagine so, with it being twice. But if, if Mogel doesn't play that ball backwards, the game doesn't stop. And so I think that's what Brian Nomey was talking to him about and Mogell kind of apologized because Louisville City did have a bit of momentum going forward. But again, there's just not enough movement up top for them to be able to find the option so they're forced to turn and cut it back and go backwards and work the ball that way because there isn't you know, options going forward. So if there's more movement going forward then they're going to be able to play the ball forward more which the fans i think are, are what are hooting and hollering about is they want the players to go forward but Jop much slower to get up after this one and they do have a player warming up so it would be really unfortunate but i think detroit might be forced into an early substitution
3: in terms of defensive options this is a left back where i big your pardon a midfielder we're talking about job so it's not going to be a defensive option they have a few midfielders on the bench, notably Richard Ballard available off the bench tonight for Detroit. He's a former Louisville City player, also a Louisville native. Went to our high school, Casey, DuPont Manual High School. Shout out, Crimson's, although it was a bad result for them last (laughs) night in the football game. Uh, Richard Ballard available. It's not looking like it's going to be him coming into the game, but rather potentially, I think, Yazid Matthews. Still hasn't taken off his warm-up there, so I haven't quite been able to identify him. But it might be who's warming up. Jop now back to his feet and is just standing just an inch past the far sideline with a noticeable limp as he tries to move. The referee blows his whistle and drops the ball to Louisville City. And for the moment, Detroit down a man. They've not quite gotten their substitute ready yet. So it's 11 versus 10 in favor of Louisville City right now. Just past the 29-minute mark. Louisville in front one to nothing. Cameron Lancaster scoring a penalty earlier in the half. We've got about 16 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Wide left that goes to Sharpie. Tried to backheel to Ombi. It fell right back to him. Here's Sharpie. Threw to Ombi. Wide left. Ombi's cross toward the penalty spot. The flag up, however... Or offside against Brian Ownby and it'll be a free kick here to Detroit in their area the referee is gonna call Jopp back onto the field for the moment he's got a very noticeable limp as he hobbles onto the field but is now walking more or less okay the substitute that we're talking about for Detroit is still swinging his leg over by the corner flag trying to get ready clearly not a planned substitution whatsoever because this has been an, an elongated warm-up, but it's back to 11 on 11 for the moment. We'll see how much Jop can contribute right now. Detroit with the ball after their free kick following the offside. Ball knocked around in the middle of the air. Field falls to the far side to Louisville City with Manny Perez. He comes forward just past the half-hour mark. Gets into the attacking half rolls it forward to Gonzalez, who immediately touches it back to Sean Tosh, the right center back. Just to the right of the center circle now. It's with Tyler Gibson. He swings it across the center circle to Kyle Adams. No one around him defensively for Detroit, so Adams crosses into the attacking half. Plays it wide left to Sharpie on the near sideline about 15 yards into the attacking side. Sharpie with Rutz on his hip. Plays it back to Adams. Morris up for pressure now. Adams goes to the ground as he plays it forward down the near sideline. Ownby up with terrific pressure to keep the ball on this end, or at least try to, as Bryant tried to clear it forward. Ownby stuck out a leg. Knocked it all the way back about 20 yards behind the end line. It's going to be a goal kick to Detroit. But once again, we talked about it. Ownby and Lancaster, two veterans on this team. Been around a long time, both guys. And in the playoffs tonight at home, they both look very ready to play. Case in point there, Brian Ownby just uh, not giving up on that ball.
4: When I think that was a different ma- difference maker last weekend was just – the veteran players on the field understanding we're in the playoffs what it means to be in the playoffs and what it takes to be in the playoffs and I and I think that's what won them the game last weekend and I think we're seeing a lot of that tonight just the leadership the fight the will to do anything
3: you hear the jeers from the crowd Amu Mensah for Detroit headed on the far sideline was open swung his leg a big swing was going to drive it across to the box And just completely miss-hit it. I mean, a swing and a miss almost. He barely got a piece of the ball. Sent it out of play for a Louisville City throw. And these Louisville City fans letting him hear it for that miscue. Long... Into the attacking half it goes for Louisville City. Battle for possession between a and Gonzalez. Gonzalez gets around him. Terrific stuff from Jorge. And then finally a second defender comes in to clear the way. That was Gasso for Detroit. It's out for another Louisville throw on the far side of the right. Perez into Gibson. Back to Perez. Back it goes to Tosh. But I tell you what, Casey, there have been a few moments tonight where Louisville City players have really gotten the best in one-on-one battles with uh, these Detroit players. One that has there. been
4: uh, shocking to me is Wes Sharpie. We're getting to see a yeah. little bit more flair from him because of being in an outside back roll. He has a little bit more freedom, especially as he moves higher up the field, Whereas typically in a center back role, I don't want my center back trying to cut the ball behind him, trying to meg defenders. I don't want my center back doing that. But we're getting to see a little bit more flair from him, a little bit, a little fancier footwork from Wes Sharpie.
3: I think that's an excellent point. Uh, He's allowed a little more freedom getting forward. Here's some freedom for Jorge Gonzalez. Wide open on the right side. He's going to put it across to Ombi. It'll fall to him. Couldn't get it cleanly. Second opportunity blocked down by Rodriguez and Detroit clears it out of the The chance was there for Ombi. Tried to hit it first time when the ball reached him. Just couldn't hit it cleanly. And in the second opportunity, there was a defender right next to him who blocked it.
4: When you see Ombi's visibly frustrated about it I think what happened was he was already seeing the back of the net seeing the moment of him scoring a goal so he just took his eyes off the ball took his focus off the ball ever slightly so that's why he kind of had the swing and the miss and then it got caught underneath his feet so he wasn't really able to do something but a great ball to release out Jorge Gonzalez who is wide open on that right side and a good service into Ombi Uh, just got to make sure that you're focusing all the little details throughout the entire process
3: Rain started to come down. It's been dry for the first 30 minutes or so after we had a downpour for about 30 minutes before kickoff. And some of the fans sitting in the lower sections are pulling over the ponchos. Many of them are making their way out of their seats up to cover. Ball in the Louisville defensive half. Del Piccolo had it with about four defenders around him. And somehow it's going to be a Louisville City throw on the far side the right. But another Detroit player has gone down injured. This is Reese Williams. And I think it was just maybe a collision of knees or something awkward like that. Because Manny Perez on that far side immediately motioned for the trainer. Felt guilty for something that occurred. But Williams is back to his feet. The trainer now retreats off the field. And we're going to keep going here but a little good sportsmanship from Manny Perez there.
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's saying that something happened and was trying to help him out as quickly as he could. The, the uh, athletic trainer for Detroit definitely getting their steps in, making some runs out early yeah, on no in kids. this match.
3: And for the record, Job is staying in the game right now, and the player that was warming up, has either gone to the bench to pull on a jersey or has stopped warming up because I don't see him anymore. It is Yazi jersey. Matthews. Yep. And yeah, he pulled there on the jersey. Is. So that sub we expected is now going to come in about five minutes after the facts. So Trevor James, the head coach for Detroit, is going to be forced into a substitution in his midfield due to injury. Throw for Louisville City. It falls to Lancaster on the far side of the left. Back to Gonzalez, try to clip it through for Del Piccolo, who was making a run. Cut out by Detroit, but then Manny Perez wins it back on the far sideline. Clever stuff from Lancaster to Gibson. He just turned and hit it forward. Chasing it is Del Piccolo, but he's beaten to it by a Detroit player. That's Carroll. Back to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. He drives it toward the attacking half, headed by Sharpie to Ownby, Ownby over his shoulder to Lancaster wide left, it goes to Mogel, really neat stuff from Louisville City, just a little bit could be a little bit sharper, and they would have been in, Sharpie on the near sideline into Gibson on the inside left, still in the attacking half, middle of the field, Ownby, flips the ball down the middle for Del Piccolo, who's at the top of the formation right now, he couldn't find it, headed away from him, and then cleared away by Jop, the player that was injured, all the way out for a Louisville City throw on the near sideline, left and then Jop, after swinging through that ball goes down on the ground again and unfortunate for him that his playoff game tonight is going to end this way. He's got both hands over his face, laying down on his backside. He's going to be pulled from this game. Abdou Jop, twice went down with injury. Now a third time has gone down with injury. A 22-year-old from Senegal in his second season with Detroit after he played with them previously back in 2019. Also spent some time with Atlanta United two earlier in his career. Played in 24 games in the regular season for Detroit. He is going to be pulled from this one. He's got his jersey over his face now as he's walking off the field. You can see the disappointment, and you can understand why given the stakes of this game. But it is going to be Yazid Matthews to come in, a native of South Africa, 27 year old, playing in his fourth year with Detroit been with them since before their USL days. His fifth year overall playing in the United States. Previously played with AFC Ann Arbor. Played college ball at Coastal Carolina. So Matthews on, jot off that substitution. Coming in the 37th minute. one nothing. our score in favor of Louisville City. Brought to you by Fortnite.
4: I mean, you really hate to see that for a player, especially in the playoffs. You can see how visibly upset Chop is to have to end it the way that he did. It's just extremely unfortunate for him and tough for now Detroit because the Trevor James is going to have some big decisions on his substitutions. That's using a whole window, so he has two windows left plus the halftime window, which is a, a free window for substitutions. So just a bunch of tactical decisions that are going to have to be made for Detroit.
3: Foul goes against Brian Obey as he was chasing the ball on the inline in the attacking in for Louisville. It's going to be a free kick to Detroit. Steinwasher, the goalkeeper, takes it with his right foot, hits it long into the attacking half, takes a bounce. Matthews chests it down, fresh off the bench. Gibson gets to it and then clears it off of Maxi Rodriguez and it goes out of play for a Louisville City throw. On the near side that's the Louisville City left. 37 and a half minutes gone in this game. Louisville City with 62% possession. They've generated three shots of that possession one of them that was the penalty that was scored was on target. Detroit has yet to have a shot in this game. Oliver Zimla's not had a whole lot to do. Ball forward for Louisville. Headed behind. Obi's in. One on one with the keeper. It's Brian Omby trying to round the keeper. Keeper goes to the ground. Still Ombi with it. He'll go with his left and he puts it over the bar Brian Onby had about four different chances to try and score there and just couldn't pull the trigger and when he finally did he tried to guide it into the top corner after about two or three Detroit players had retreated to the goal line and he put it over the bar a glorious chance for Onby to double the Louisville City lead and he did not take it
4: and he knows it, and he's apologizing to his teammates. But what I love is that his teammates are trying to build him up. In my opinion, Ombi needed to take that one time inside of the foot, pass it into the far post. He had Steinwasher kind of scrambling coming out. That's when you you just have to hit it one time and try to pass it in. Because the minute that you start cutting it back, start dancing on the ball, I understand what he's trying to do. But it allows the defense to be able to drop back, and it makes your shot ten times harder. So I think the right decision would have just been as the ball's bouncing at the top of the box, Hit it one time. Whether you strike it with power, whether you hit it with the inside of your foot, hit it one time.
3: You would have bet your house that Brian Omeby would know. have put that ball into the back of the net there. He knows it. Absolutely. So now
4: it's just how is that going to affect him, though? Is he going to be able to let go of that and continue on in the game? Because he's been absolutely stellar for Louisville
8: City.
3: And we talked about it earlier, Casey, a Louisville City team that needs to add a second goal here to really give themselves some comfort. A team that struggled to score this year, Louisville City. They are in control of this game by a margin. But right now, just the one goal cushion. Battle for possession in the center circle comes to Detroit. Here's Matthews, the substitute, driving forward into the Louisville half. Cuts it onto his right foot. He'll take aim from about 40 yards. It's blocked down by someone that was in the way of it and cleared away by Louisville City all the way into the Detroit half. I suppose if you've played nearly 40 minutes and not had a shot, why not take one when you have some space from about 40 yards? Might have been on target, but it was driven so low that it wasn't going to get over the crowd of players that were gathered along the back line there.
4: No, and I think something to note, Matthews has pushed up into the center forward position, and they're looking for him to be more of a target with his size. Uh, Ben Morris has dropped out to the right, and Connor Rutz has dropped into the middle of the field. So a little bit of a formation change there for Detroit.
3: It's an excellent catch. Here's OMB in the box. Left-footed cross, lifted into the air to the back post. Del Piccolo there tries to play it into the penalty area toward Gibson. Oh, a long drive from Manny Perez, and he wasn't that far away. Ball was cleared out of the box. Perez... Running up to it, had about a 15-yard run-up. Drove his foot through it, ripped the ball, but didn't keep it low enough, didn't keep it on target. A good hit, a good idea but it's a goal kick.
4: The offense is starting to come for Louisville City. This is what they need, the momentum going forward. It's a great ball across initially from Brian Umby. The far post run wasn't there. Paulo Del Piccolo does well to try to cycle that back through. But I like that strike from Manny Perez. Remember, he used to be an attacking player before even was this season or last season? Last season. Last season, yeah. So he was an attacking player, so he has the ability to score.
3: Big collision Sharpie goes down whistle goes. It's a foul It'll be a fifth third free kick It's happening in the defensive half from Louisville City's perspective on the near side the left Sharpie down face first in the turf and Just now is starting to recover. It was Matthews that collided with him big physical collision between a big physical player Yazid Matthews and West Sharpie and No car just a stern warning from the referee Ricardo Fierro It will be, though, a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half. Three and a half minutes to go in the first half, plus stoppage time. Louisville in front 1-0 here over Detroit City in this USL Championship Eastern Conference semifinal. Louisville looking to go back to a conference final for the ninth straight year. Every single year they've existed. They've made it all the way to the conference final looking to do it once again despite the disappointments of this season. Fifth third free kick hit long. Lancaster trying to bring it down in a crowd. Couldn't quite do it. Detroit comes away with the ball. They're going to clear it long with Lewis along the back line all the way toward midfield. Sharpie heads it back toward Lancaster. Battle for possession. Del Piccolo comes down with it. Battling with Rodriguez. Does really well. Wide left Ombi Left foot across. Bending away from the goalkeeper and knocked behind by Carroll. of Detroit It'll be a 5 corner for Louisville City.
4: Really well done there from Paolo Del Piccolo and it would have been a foul had Louisville City not gotten the advantage. Had the ref signaling to play advantage as Brian Omi gets the ball and is able to whip a cross in to the box. Uh, I think Corey Gonzalez was making the run there and good defending there from Detroit to clear that one away, but here comes a really good set piece opportunity. An opportunity to get the ball in the box and challenge it a bit.
3: Carlos Moguel will take it. This is the third corner for Louisville City. From the near side to the left, end, swinger off his right foot. Standing over the ball, Moguel an assist last week from the corner. Raises his arm into the air, here it comes, driven into the six-yard box, it's loose, and a fall to Obi. turns it on goal, and a fall back to him, and he scores! Obi puts it away to make it to snuffing Louisville City! He had a serious opportunity just a few minutes ago, didn't! take it but this time two bites at the apple and the second one he put into the back of the net and Louisville City has one foot in the Eastern Conference final Longby's goal in the 43rd minute makes it Louisville City 2 Detroit City nothing in this Eastern Conference playoff game.
4: You know I questioned how is he going to respond to missing a wide open opportunity and he absolutely answers. He misses the First one, but follows through and buries it. And I think regardless of the deflection that was going in. Detroit players a little upset though because when the ball comes in, it looks like it goes off of Wes Sharpie's hand, but because his body was so tucked in or his arm was so tucked into his body, I don't think that they called it. But all of the Detroit players calling for a handball in that instance, it really makes me wonder if VAR was a thing, would that goal have counted because of potential handball? Regardless. Ryan Omby did exactly what he needed to do, buried in the back of the net, and this is a really good spot for Louisville City to be sitting in.
3: Minutes ago, plus stoppage time in the first half. Louisville well in front now. Two to nothing over Detroit City as the smoke fills the air. That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education kentucky lottery brian only over the course of the regular season played in 27 games scored three goals he adds his first playoff goal of the season tonight he drew the penalty that lancaster put away to give louisville lead he nearly had an opportunity to make it two that he didn't take and then this opportunity he does to add his name to the score sheet Well deserved considering how well he's played tonight. 30 seconds to go plus stoppage time in the Louisville defensive half. They send it forward. Gibson does to Lancaster in the center circle. He thought he was fouled as the ball was taken away from him by Detroit. And now Detroit City, a team that had the least goals, the fewest goals all year long in the regular season in the USL, has a two-goal deficit to try and dig themselves out of. It'll be a tall task. We'll see what Trevor James and company can do, their head coach come the second half. Ball in the hands of Oliver Zimla after it was hit long by Detroit. And we have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Four minutes to come in this first half. A lot of those drawn by Abdul Jop, who was down with injury a couple of times. Foul here against Carlos Vogel after the ball was hit long by Zimla. And it's going to give Detroit a free kick in the defensive half for them in the middle of the field.
4: And I think it was the the first foul there. It it looked like Mogel did get fouled on the second one, um, but it was the first foul that was being called.
3: Detroit with Maxi Rodriguez on the right side, near the back line. Wide right, it goes to Bryant, the right back. Now back to Lewis, the right center back. Lancaster chasing him. Lewis swings his foot through it, hits it long knocked around it'll fall to Morris who's playing on that right wing puts in an early ball toward Reese Williams Zimloff is line chasing it now he retreats back to goal but Manny Perez gets there first ahead of Williams and did really well clears it up ahead to Jorge Gonzalez trying to take on two defenders couldn't do it taken away by Detroit and then Gonzalez commits a foul to halt that Detroit attack it'll be a Detroit free great free kick on the far side. The Detroit left in the Louisville City defensive half. Good early ball from the right side. I
4: love that early ball coming in behind, but it was really nicely dealt with by Louisville City, but those early balls are so dangerous because the defense doesn't know how to react. The goalkeeper kind of hesitates. It's a perfect service, so I really like that. The foul from Gonzalez is more of a professional foul there to try to slow down the game and allow his team to get back and set up, but set pieces. Again, this is their first really big set piece opportunity to whip a ball into the box.
3: Danny Cruz said this is what the game would be decided on. It's an opportunity for Detroit from the far side to the left. Numbers forward. They hit it high into the air toward the near side. Headed into the out of the box by Louisville City. It'll fall to Gasso. His shot blocked. Wide ready right goes to Morris. His cross toward the penalty spot. Headed away by Gibson. It'll come out of the box to Rodriguez. The attack's still on for Detroit. Wide left of the box. Matthews, one-on-one with Gonzalez. Matthews on his right foot. Runs into a couple of defenders. Lancaster steps in to take it away. Can he break? He can't. Rodriguez steps in to win it back for Detroit. Still with Detroit. Matthews about 40 yards away to ruts Back to Matthews. He hits it first time from 30 yards this time. And it's well wide. About 20 yards wide of Zemla's goal. It's a Louisville City goal kick. Give credit to Yazid Matthews. He's come into the game in a role he probably didn't expect, given the injury to Jop, And has said, you know what? I didn't expect to be here. I'm going to try to score a spectacular goal. He's had two efforts from 30 yards plus. Neither has been very close. But on a night that Detroit has struggled to generate offense... Give him a little credit, I think, anyway, Casey. It's a goal kick here to Louisville.
4: Well, that and to come in as early. Like, when you are coming in as a sub, you don't expect to start until the second half. And so to have to come into a game, feel out the environment so early on, I mean, I think he's done extremely well. And having him kind of be more of a force up top to hold on to the ball, it's given Detroit someone to play to instead of having Morris up top, uh, who I think would be more of a player to run in behind. This gives him a good, solid body to find to hold up play in the middle of the field.
3: I will say, though, that Oliver Zemler probably would love to see every shot tonight come from that 100%, kind 100%, of right?
4: Because then he can just, yeah. unless it's that one, like, Cameron Lancaster hit that just, like, moved all over the place. I think everybody remembers that, that shot.
3: Ball into the box from Rodriguez of Detroit, and he overhit it over everybody's head. Morris, the intended target, was streaking down this right side and is out past the inline for a Louisville City goal kick.
4: And you had to expect Detroit to begin to try to get a little bit of momentum going into halftime. Louisville City just has to make sure that they're weathering this storm, that they're staying tight defensively, that they aren't losing focus before going into halftime. This is the moment in games when teams give up goals. The first five of the game, the five minutes before halftime, and the five, you know, the five minutes surrounding breaks is when most goals happen. So this is a moment that they have to make sure that they're locked in.
3: Louisville in front, two to nothing over Detroit in this playoff game rain continuing to come down ball to the Louisville attacking half Ombi to Gonzalez, 20 yards away he'll let it hit, blocked by a Detroit defender comes back to Ombi, plays a Mogel. he hits it first time, hit it really well but it was well wide in the end by about 10 or 12 yards to the right of Steinwasher's goal and that's the final action of the first half and listen to this crowd not a full house by any stretch but this is an energized, enthusiastic crowd and they rise to their feet to cheer this Louisville City team on. A stellar first half in this playoff game. Two goals to the good for Louisville City. Lancaster the first, Ownby the second as the two teams head to the locker room. We will take a break as well. The Breeze Airways halftime report comes your way next here on ESPN 680 and 1057.
8: Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502 897 6551 for nationwide shipping and same day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft, proud partner of Louisville City FC.
1: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
0: A Germantown gem, Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include wing Wednesdays, trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue.
9: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
0: It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app.
2: You're listening to the Louisville City FC Halftime Report. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This halftime report
3: brought to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and non-stop. That's the Breeze way. Louisville City breezing their way to a 2 to nothing lead over Detroit City in this Eastern Conference semifinal. Louisville with one foot in the Eastern Conference final. It would be the ninth time in nine attempts. And Louisville City has advanced all the way to the penultimate stage of the USL Championship playoffs. If they can hang on over the final 45 minutes. Rain coming down here at Lynn Family Stadium. Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield, thanks for joining us on this busy sports Saturday in Louisville. The Cardinals victorious earlier today. Kentucky in action on the football gridiron down a few miles southeast of us. But uh, despite those two games, a good crowd has shown up. An enthusiastic crowd has shown up despite the weather as well here at Lent Family Stadium. Can't say it simply enough or more simply than this, Casey Whitfield. A good first half for Louisville City. Just about the best first half they could have hoped to have had. And now they have to finish the job over the next 45 minutes to get themselves back to the Eastern Conference Final.
4: This is the Louisville City team that the fans knew this team that we've had this season could be all along. The fight that they have out there has been unmatched so far. The willingness to win has we I don't I haven't seen this consistently throughout the season. I, I think players are having some of the best matches they've ever played. Uh, the positive energy out there. I mean, when a, when a player makes a mistake, two players are over there hyping them up. You know, giving applauding them, telling them to get out of their head. You know, there's so much happening in this match that speaks volume to the character of this team and the veteran leadership of understanding what the playoffs mean and what the playoffs take to be successful and that's what we're seeing in this Louisville City team. They've put together a solid 45 minutes but there's still a lot of game left to play and a team like Detroit again with nothing to lose. I could see them begin to throwing more bodies going forward trying to push uh, two, three players uh, sitting on our our center backs you know uh, because they're, they're going to try to do whatever they can to win. Uh, so Louisville City still has a really big challenge ahead of them in the second half but if they come out and play the way they did in the first half this team's going to the the Eastern Conference Championship
3: 34 games in the regular season this Detroit City team scored just 31 goals all year long and they scored multiple goals in a game eight times so this is a team that is not built to come from behind by multiple goals uh, which is what is facing them tonight so that'll be I would imagine your point will be correct Casey that pretty early in in the second half we're going to start seeing detroit throwing numbers forward with some reckless abandon because what else they got some they lose, have to right? you They're, have to the numbers statistically show louisville city dominance Nine shots for Louisville City in the first half. They did not allow a shot officially on the stat sheets. We saw a couple of attempts from Matthews from about 30 yards away. They didn't go down on the register as shots. Two of the nine shots, the goals were on target. Louisville City with 56% possession in the first half. They won three corners out of that possession. The foul total, 14 total fouls, nine called against Louisville City. They certainly were the aggressors in the first half. And in terms of bookings, just one World of Beer yellow card shown to Michael Bryant of Detroit. That was on the penalty call that gave Cameron Lancaster the opportunity to score from the spot. Let's take a timeout. we got a lot to talk about racing Louisville. They made some big news this week. We will chat about that when we return. 2-0 is our score at the halftime break. This is the Breeze Airways Halftime Report on ESPN 680 and 105.7.
9: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle of the night appointment provides the same high quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24 Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
7: Burger King is a proud sponsor of the Loose City Football Club this season. Stop in to one of our Metro Louisville restaurants to fuel up before heading over to Lynn Family Stadium for a game or swing by afterwards to celebrate a win. Enjoy the $5 Whopper Jr. Duo. Purchase any two Whopper Jr.s for just $5. Have you tried the BBQ Bacon and Cheese Whopper, Junior? It's a delicious way to feed your family or the whole supporter group. Your local BK teams are rooting for you this season. Blue City, go purple. At BK, where you have it your way. You rule. A Germantown
0: gem, Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. At Cooper's Craft,
1: we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
7: Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app.
3: Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where Louisville City is two goals up on Detroit City at halftime in this Eastern Conference semifinal. Lancaster Noembe scoring the goals for Louisville City in the first half. Racing Louisville made some big news earlier this week. They mutually agreed to part ways with head coach Kim Bjorkegren. Bjorkegren finishing up his second year in charge of Racing Louisville, was unable to steer them to the playoffs, and in fact was unable to improve their position. All three years that racing has existed, they've finished in ninth place in the National Women's Consistent. Soccer League. <laughs> Consistent <laughs> is one way to look at it. That is certainly one way to look at it. Uh, what did you make of the of the move, Casey Whitfield? And now racing has a very important hire to make. I say very important. Obviously, it's important. But you've got a young core of talented players that I think are as good as any core of uh, players in the league you got to get this hire right so that this team can continue to climb upward and become the team that they are capable of becoming.
4: I mean, I think a lot of credit needs to be given to Bjorkagren. I think he got this team where they are right now. He was able to bring in some big, talented players, uh, some international flair. He was able to kind of get this team back on the right path, on a positive path where the, the environment was encouraging to be around, that the team Finish finished the season, I think, very well. The results maybe weren't what we had anticipated or hoped for, but I I think the team morale, the way the team played, they were exciting to watch. It was a fun season, I think, overall for racing. But we needed to make the playoffs, and we didn't. Um, And so I I think it comes down to that, to where... We appreciate all that he has done to get us where we are right now, but now we need to find somebody that's going to take us to the next step who has the vision to look beyond of these are the players that we have. This is where we're going. And somebody that has that vision to push this young group, to inspire this young group to be able to make the playoffs next season. And and I I think it's the right move uh, for the club, for the players, um, and I wish all the best to the Orca and his family.
3: General Manager Ryan Dell says that a number of candidates have already reached out interested in the position. And I would imagine the timeline will be relatively quickly. They're not going to wait until February to get this hire. They, they want to get it done as quickly as possible so they can start building toward next season and building toward the next preseason. You can be a part of it, by the way, whatever the Racing Louisville team looks like, whoever is in charge on the sideline here at Lynn Family Stadium, you can be a part of it by purchasing season tickets. They're available right now at FC.com slash season-memberships. They start at $14 per game 14 home games for racing louisville in the regular season next year so fourteen dollars a piece for 14 home games is the offer again racinglouis.com slash season dash memberships is the place to go to be a part of racing louisville's 2024 Campaign. And oh, by the way, a couple of awards that you can vote on regarding racing Louisville. Katie Lund up for the National Women's Soccer League Goalkeeper of the Year Award. Actually, I think voting closed on that one yesterday, so we'll find out hopefully uh, whether she won or not. The other thing you can vote on is still open till the end of the month, and that is Jalen Howell up for that nationwide award for her community impact work with Down Syndrome of Louisville. You can vote at the National Women's Soccer League website, nwslsoccer.com, through October 31st. If she wins, $25,000 will go toward Down Syndrome of Louisville in Jalen Howell's name. So do the right thing. Head to nwslsoccer.com and vote for Jalen Howell and Down Syndrome of Louisville. Right now, you can vote once per day through the 31st. Two minutes to go until the second half starts. We'll take our final time out. We will be back with the start of the action in the second half. When we return, this has been the Breeze Airways Halftime Report.
6: Kentucky has 80,000 miles of roadway. That's a lot of pavement. It's also a lot of looking out for your neighbor. Being a safe driver means yielding to pedestrians and cyclists, especially when turning, stopping for pedestrians at crosswalks, giving bikes safe distance, and always keeping your eyes on the road. Drive safe, Kentucky. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
10: All-wheel drive season is coming. Changes, weather, road conditions. What doesn't change? Toyota's commitment to giving you the freedom to explore. With more all-wheel drive choices, like the best-selling Camry, now through October 31st, you can get 3.99 APR financing on an exciting new all-wheel drive 2023 Camry with approved credit through TFS. Plus, get two years no-cost maintenance. Get complete details at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
5: The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
8: Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at NansenCraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to
12: high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way.
3: Is underway here at Lynn Family Stadium. Forty-five seconds of it have elapsed before we came back from break. Two to nothing remains the score in favor of Louisville City FC in this USL Championship Eastern Conference semi-final. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side of the left. Sharpie takes it forward into the attacking half where Morris picks it up for Detroit and then it goes out for another Louisville throw further forward just past the midway line. No changes for either team at halftime though Detroit if you remember did have to make one change in the first half burning a substitution and a substitution window with Matthews coming on for the injured jock. Throw goes down the far sideline. It's out for a Detroit throw in their defensive half. They take it quickly and they have the ball along their back line. Steinwasher a fabulous goalkeeper, one of the best in the league. Plays it forward to Carroll. Now to the right center back. That's Lewis. Now Maxi Rodriguez, a midfielder, dropping deep forward. Wide right it goes. Down back to Rodriguez. Back along the back line with Lewis. Further back to Steinwasher. Lancaster chasing it to give the path up to Carroll. Now in the midfield is Gasso to Lewis. Louisville chasing the ball around, and they're attacking in, trying to win a turnover here. Oldby had a touch of the ball. It's with Rodriguez, and he goes down under a challenge from Del Piccolo. It's a foul and a free kick to Detroit. Louisville looking to pounce early there casey just really coming out with pressure
4: i love that though because i feel like so many times when you have a lead um you can sit back and you'll you'll drop in and you know just kind of wait but louisville city has decided no that's not how we play that's not who we are and they're coming out and pressing high up the field they're continuing where they left off in the first half with that high energy pressing forward
3: foul here against louisville city as detroit hit a ball forward in the air We'll give Detroit a free kick in the attacking half, the Louisville defensive half, just about, what, eight or ten yards past the midway line, just past the center circle edge. But it's dead center of the field And Detroit is going to lump this into the box They need to start trying to generate opportunities They've got a two-goal deficit It's going to be Rodriguez standing over it Looking like he's just going to drive it right down the middle of the field Into the box He does exactly that Right into Cameron Lancaster The first defender who is standing about eight yards in front of him It'll fall to Manny Perez who drives forward Louisville trying to break Perez can't quite do it as Amu Mensa comes over to knock it off of him and out for a Louisville City throw. But a poorly hit free kick there from Rodriguez.
4: Really poor opportunity there from Maxi Rodriguez. You could see he was just trying to lump it over for his teammates to get there. I think sometimes when a a set piece is that square on, sometimes you see teams try to play a short option and then play a one-time service in. Um, I, I just think he got that all wrong.
3: Detroit trying to come forward. Ball's been in the air for a couple of moments. An exchange of headers and now a foul against Detroit. We'll give Louisville a 5th-3rd free kick. It's Reese Williams called for the foul. 5th-3rd free kick along the back line. Tosh takes it quickly. Right center back to left center center back Adams. Now forward on the ground to Sharpie. The left back into the attacking half. Through toward Omby giving chase. It's cut off there by Bryant. The right back and sent out for a Louisville throw. Past the far sideline. That's the Louisville left in the attacking half. Sharpie takes it into Del Piccolo. Back to Sharpie with his back-to-goal. Plays it backward to Adams. Adams clips the ball in the air down the far sideline for Ombi. Headed away, out of play once again by Bryant. It'll be another Louisville City throw in about the exact same spot.
4: And again, Louisville City continuing to get numbers going forward. I like West Sharpie looking to release Bryant Ombi early. Ombi was so good in the first half, so looking to see if he can continue to find the ball in this second half and get involved in the attack.
3: Four minutes gone by in the second half. 2 to nothing remains our score. Now it's out for a Detroit throw in about the same spot. The last two Louisville throws have been is on the Detroit rights. It'll be Bryant's right back to take it. Throws it down the far sideline to Matthews, trying to turn. Sharpie does really well. Matthews plays it forward to Williams, but Sharpie recovering, knocks it away from Williams, and Louisville takes away the ball. Back to Zimla as Matthews chases it. Zimla has to drive it down the middle of the field all the way to the back line of Detroit where it's brought down by Lewis. Lewis now to Carroll on the back line, being chased by Gonzalez all the way back to Steinwasher. He'll hit it long down the middle of the field. The goalkeeper into the Louisville defensive half headed by Adams here's a header from Bryant tried to be tried to uh, Matthews tried to bring it down ball ping-ponging around and it's into Morris behind Morris in the box on the right side Adams recovers here's Morris on the inline puts it into the six-yard box and it's cleared out by Tosh that's the best maybe the best opportunity of the night for Detroit and Tosh able to get the final touch to get it out of danger it'll stay with Detroit though they've got it on the right side with Morris once again cross into the back post headed out of the area by Manny Perez over the head of Amu Mensa and it'll roll all the way past the near sideline for Detroit throw on near side the left.
4: We talked about Detroit wanting to send some more numbers going forward and that's exactly what they're doing there. It's a great ball that wide, kind of a half chance created there. A nice service into the box. You even had Zimla trying to dive to get to that one, but really great defensive effort there from Sean Tosh to be able to clear this one away and kind of come diving in before I think it was Matthews making the run in to tap that one in the back of the net. Really good defending from Louisville City.
3: Throw from Detroit into the box. Headed out of the box by Manny Perez. Loose at the top of it. Morris heads it back in. Sharpie heads it out. It'll fall to Reese Williams for Detroit. Wide right it goes to Amu Mensa. Forward, wide right. Maxi Rodriguez goes off the back of his heel accidentally, but he keeps the ball alive. Now drops it off to Amu Mensa. Now into the middle of the field with Gasso. Backward it goes to Carroll, playing 20 yards into the attacking half of the center back. He's sprays it wide right to Morris. Morris, another good cross toward the six-yard box. Headed out by who else? Manny Perez once again. The header comes to the near sideline where Jorge Gonzalez tracks it down and clears it off of Bryant for a Louisville City throw on the near side of the right. Manny Perez, what a defensive presence he is typically in one-on-one battles. But here in the aerial game, he's made an impact the last couple of minutes.
4: Well, you knew that Detroit, like I said, was going to be sending bodies forward, and that's exactly what they're doing there continuously putting numbers forward they're putting more pressure on Louisville City they're they're trying to play quicker they're trying to pick up the pace in which they're playing and Louisville City has to make sure that they're staying strong they're staying solid defensively and not allowing any clean looks but a little um Shock here for Louisville City as Cameron Lancaster has gone down. He was limping a little bit after a challenge a couple minutes ago, and I don't think ever was able to fully get back to, to full strength. Uh, so the training staff is out looking
3: at him. Yeah, the, it was a throw for Louisville City that has not yet been taken because Lancaster went down upfield, and he is down right now, being checked out by the Louisville City Athletic Trainers. And Danny Cruz, a lot of action on the bench. And Wilson Harris is up off it, putting on a jersey. So just like Trevor James was forced into making a substitution in the first half for Detroit, their head coach, due to injury, Danny Cruz on the Louisville City bench apparently is going to have to make a sub here. Although Lancaster to his feet now jogging off under his own power, looks like he's gonna be okay, comes right to Danny Cruz there in conversation. We'll see what the But decision this is, is a tough
4: decision because do you go ahead and make the change since he's got a little bit of a knock and maybe risk it getting worse? Or do you allow him to continue on because he's playing really well? To me, I think you give him a few more minutes, you you have one person, you say watch Lancaster, and you just have them watching him the entire time. How is he moving? How is he running? What is he doing off the ball? What is he doing on the ball? So they can make sure that they aren't going to make any injury worse and potentially lose him if they make it through to the next match.
3: Looked like Lancaster came to Cruz and said, I'm okay, keep me out there. And that's what's happening. He's staying into the game. Louisville City throw, a second successive one. Lancaster back on the field. Goes into the attacking half, all the way back to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. He hits it long to the near side line of Mumenza, a header. Williams involved, getting a touch of the ball. It's headed back by Adams into the box where Zimla catches it on a bounce. Matthews was charging in for Detroit sharpie took a tumble as matthews tried to keep the play alive but ultimately it ended up in louisville's goalkeeper's hands
4: beautifully done by the back line of louisville city It's a really nice header back from kyle adams and zimla does extremely well to recognize where he is on the field and understand the type of catch that he needs to make in order to stay inside of his box and west sharpie sacrificing his body to keep the ball to keep the player away from getting the ball that's really well done from the back line
3: For the moment, we've played nine minutes in the second half. For the moment, the rain has stopped. And it looks fairly clear up ahead, but there is a big storm surge coming from the west. It was in Missouri at about kickoff time. We'll see if it makes an impact as the game continues on. Two to nothing, our score. Louisville scored both goals in the first half been a back and forth second half thus far Detroit with it right now trying to get it to Matthews at the top of the formation Gibson comes away with the ball, dribbles around a couple challenges, goes to ground to try to keep it alive but Morris tracks back to win it for Detroit through to Rodriguez in the attacking half now Williams, wide left to a Mumenza Detroit in the Louisville half here, trying to get a goal back to Morris who's dropping very deep the center forward, playing on the wing right now, goes very deep in the formation in the midfield, back to Carroll along the back line, now Rodriguez now Matthews on the inside right Back to Lewis along the back line. Wide right it goes here for Detroit to Bryant. Tried to play to the inside right to Morris. Intercepted by Ombi. Louisville trying to break. They've got numbers. Three on three. It's Gonzalez with the ball. Lancaster in front. He goes right to Ombi. Ombi at the top of the box. Cuts it onto his left foot. Still Ombi. Tries the shot. And a sliding challenge from Carroll. Takes it away. And then Ombi comes in with a late challenge against Lewis. And Lewis takes a tumble. It's a foul. And it's going to be a free kick to Detroit as it was cleared away. Difficult opportunity for Ombi to do anything with it. But Louisville breaking nicely against this team. Detroit team that's putting numbers forward and maybe that's how this second half is going to play out Casey
4: I think that's exactly how this second half is going to play out but really nicely done from the back line of Detroit to drop back and be able to track the running of the front three I love that Bryant or they pick up the ball Gonzalez picks it up and dribbles inside as only makes a diagonal run His Cameron Lancaster peels that wide so the movement of that really disrupted the back line but Detroit handled that beautifully
3: Three-kick to Detroit after the OMB foul. Hit long into the Louisville half where it's headed back into the Louisville box by Tosh. And caught by Zimla once again. And Zimla holds the ball at his waist. 11 and a half minutes gone in the second half. Detroit's had a couple of decent opportunities in this period of play. Notably one that was cleared away by Sean Tosh. But they've registered just three shots on the night. Ball sent long by Louisville knocked down and picked up by Detroit with Bryant there right back he plays it forward on the ground to Matthews in the attacking half, center circle goes to Rodriguez trying to play it wide left to Amu Mensah Annie Perez gets there first and hooks it over his shoulder trying to combine one-two with Gonzalez it's knocked out by Maxi Rodriguez of Detroit it's going to be a Louisville throw on the near side, the right Have you seen any score updates from the Charleston I Big was Cases?
4: just pulling that up It is two to 2-1 right now In about the 76 plus minute uh, Charleston Battery are leading the Legion
3: So if that result holds, and this one holds as well, Louisville City would face Charleston next week in South Carolina. Louisville needs Birmingham to forge a comeback trail if they want to have another home game next week in the Eastern Conference Final. Foul here against Detroit will give Louisville a fifth-third free kick in their defensive half. About a yard or two infield from the near sideline, maybe 10 yards, 15 yards from the midway line. Tosh is going to take the free kick and likely drive it into the attacking half.
4: Yeah, if it were me, I would try to release Gonzalez right down the line.
3: And that's exactly what he does. Up to Gonzalez. He wins the header, trying to send it back to Lancaster. Back to L- Gonzalez of a Detroit player. He's got it now. Jorge into Gasso, though, to the defender for Detroit, who takes it away. Mensa clears upfield where Tosh brings it down for Louisville City, and they'll continue with the possession. Back to Adams. Reese Williams, head full of steam, chasing the ball. Back to Zimla out of the box. Returns it to Adams, middle of the field. Turns and... Plays it over the top for Ombi to chase. Can he beat Bryant? He can. Ombi in the box on the left side. Ryan Ombi one-on-one with Michael Bryant on the inline. Puts it across, and it's headed down and in. 3-0 Louisville City. And it's Lancaster with his second goal tonight. Delivered beautifully by Brian Ownby on the inline. I have no clue how the ball got through to Cameron Lancaster, but he was completely unmarked and had the simplest task to knock it into the back of the net and Louisville City surely now is headed back to the Eastern Conference Final. Lancaster's goal makes it Louisville City 3, Detroit City nothing in the 59th minute.
4: That goal just gave me chill. It's a beautiful ball over the top from Kyle Adams to find Brian Omby and Brian Omby turned on the Jets there. He has a little bit of a hesitation and just gets underneath it just enough. He slows down, hesitates. He's sees Lancaster making the run just kind of scoops it up. I think it takes a deflection off of Bryant but then... Lancaster just kind of chested in there. He's diving, a diving chest goal on the back post. Doesn't matter how the ball goes in the back of the net. It ended up in the back of the net. And that's a great, great goal between those two. I don't know who's going to be man of the match between those two. Because can we have two? Yeah. Can we have
3: two? (laughs) They've both been phenomenal. That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination. Funding education. Kentucky Lottery and Lancaster looking for a hat trick he takes it off the back line all alone driving forward, he's got some help now plays it wide right to Gonzalez, Louisville looking for a fourth Gonzalez in the box, still Gonzalez still he goes on, and it is number four a gorgeous goal from Jorge Gonzalez just lifted it over the goalkeeper after he danced around a couple of challenges and Louisville is routing Detroit in the Eastern Conference semifinal Gonzalez pouring on the skill and it's 4 nothing Louisville City two goals in the space of two minutes I'm almost speechless
4: I, I, I honestly am almost speechless what It's a great play from Cameron Lancaster to pick the ball up in the middle of the field. He does so well to turn the ball over from Lewis, and then he's so patient on the ball. He attacks on the dribble. He sees that he's got players coming up to support him. Gonzalez has a really nice cut, and then beats a second defender, and then really just makes, again, like you said, one of the best goalkeepers in the USL. Just kind of looks silly as he just scoops it over top of Steinwasher. It is an incredible goal, an incredible display of skill.
3: That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery, and we've got a pair of substitutions as well. Lancaster getting a huge cheer from the crowd as he is replaced by Wilson Harris. And then in the midfield, Palo Bel- came out in place of Nile Cave. Those substitutions with Louisville City leading 4-0 brought to you by 4-0. And Casey Woodfield, here is something that is a little bit stunning. This is the first four-goal game I know. By, by Louisville City all year long and it comes in the I've playoffs. I've been waiting for this moment! It's just incredible. And Louisville against the 8th seed Detroit as a 5-seed is putting on a thumping at home. And this is the kind of night the Louisville City fans, you you alluded to it, Casey, they've been waiting all year. Here's the thing, the fans
4: came out in awful, awful weather when there are all kinds of football games going on, and this is the performance they get. It's incredible.
3: Detroit now with a long road back with 28 minutes to go in the game. They've got it just outside of the Louisville box. Wide right. Ball into Rutz. Rutz first time hit. Goes well wide. He wants a foul. He's going to get a corner. By, or a, a corner kick coming up for Detroit from the far side to the right. Connor Rutz had it. Tried to hit it first time after it was driven to him from the right side. And evidently it took a deflection on its way through. It's going to be a corner for Detroit.
4: And it's a good ball in and a really good defensive effort detroit's gonna like i said try to push forward it doesn't matter if they lose 10-0 they have to see if they can begin to get goals back in this game so they have to start to push a few more numbers going forward to see if they can claw their way back into this one
3: you're out swinger from the right side as maxi rodriguez stands over it for detroit off of his right foot Here's his approach, and here comes the corner. Into the near post, toward a move. Minsa headed out by Adams for Louisville City. It'll stay with Detroit with Gasso, the youngster that scored the winner last week. Plays it all the way back to Steinwasher. Just to the right of the center circle, the goalkeeper. He'll drive it down the middle, back in toward the Mixer. Bounces once in the area now. Bounces twice before it's hooked away by Manny Perez. Ownby tried to clear it further ahead. It'll fall to Matthews. Just a loose ball in a battle. Ownby comes out with it for the moment. Gasso steps in to win it. Still with Detroit. Wide right it goes from Gasso. Drive into the box. Over the head of Rutz. Headed out of the area by Manny Perez. Cleared further forward by Louisville City. Gonzalez chasing it. Full steam ahead. Harris fresh into the game. Also chasing it all the way back to the goalkeeper. Steinwasher. Left-footed. Ball forward down the middle. Headed by Gibson. Forward from Louisville's perspective. To the back line with Detroit. And Bryant will settle it down all the way back to Steinwasher. And Louisville just about saw off that chance for detroit
4: we have a final uh score charleston did end up winning two to one so the winner of this match will face charleston
3: in charleston as in well charleston charleston the only higher seed in the playoffs to win games in the eastern conference so far they've won both louisville the higher seed tonight looking like they're going to win it over eighth seed of detroit four to nothing currently our score And maybe a handball is the call here against Detroit. It's going to give a fifth third free kick to Lou City in the defensive half on the far side, the left, with just under 26 minutes to go in the 90 minutes. Went all the way to penalties last week not looking like it's going to need penalties tonight. It would be a miracle of a comeback right now for Detroit who scored the fewest goals in the league. 31 goals in 34 games to climb out of this four-goal deficit. Fifth, third free kick hit long by Adams over the head of only the intended target. Harris will try and keep it alive. Can't catch up to it. It's out for a Detroit throw in their defensive end near the corner flag on the far side the right.
4: And I imagine Danny Cruz going to start trying to think about, okay, which players can handle the load of putting in uh, a full 90 minutes here and which players do I need to sub out to kind of not have them overworked or whatever so I feel like we could see Brian Nomi getting subbed out soon because you don't want to risk injury and he's been injured quite a bit so just Danny Cruz trying to be smart with his subs here in the rest of this match
3: Louisville looking for five Gonzalez who has looked very bright on the night with a goal to his name just a few minutes ago tried to link up with McCabe but those two not on the same page McCabe was cutting toward him And Gonzalez tried to play it through, and Steinwasher picked it up, the goalkeeper. Hit it long on the punt, headed backward by Tosh, and touched backward by Perez back to Zimla. He hits his clearance, a little bit of a miss hit, high into the air. It'll stay in the Louisville half, and a foul against Gonzalez of Louisville as he went up in the air with Amu Mensah. And it's going to be a free kick to Detroit in the attacking half for them on the inside left. We're in the 66th minute of this game. Four to nothing, our score in favor of Louisville.
4: And I think Louisville City has really come out and put together such a solid performance. Now it's going to be a test of their defense. It's going to be a huge test to see if they can keep Detroit locked out. As Detroit is continuing to fight to stay in this match, which they absolutely have to do. They have to see if they can continue to get bodies going forward. They have to see if they can get some shots on target and begin to challenge Oliver Zimla because they really haven't challenged him much in this match.
3: Rodriguez puts it into the box for Detroit headed high up into the air to lose Ruts a header Morris a header to save from Zimla he's not had much to do tonight but called into action there, and the rookie from Marshall, who has been so sensational all year long, tipped it over the bar. It's going to be a Detroit corner.
4: If Oliver Zimla doesn't win some type of award at the end of the season, it's rigged. I swear. (laughs) Because that is his first save of the match. He has not had to do anything really all game, and to come up that big to push that one over top, absolutely incredible.
3: That was actually Carroll with the hitter. Here's the corner from Rodriguez into the back post, punched by Zimla out of the crowd. It'll go all the way to the far side of the box for uh, where Bryant puts it in with his right foot. Amu Mensah header back to the other side of the post. Toward Carroll cleared away by Harris for Louisville City all the way back to midfield. Detroit will retain possession, though, as they touch it back to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. He drives the ball down the middle of the field, not far off the ground. Louisville had an opportunity to take it and counter, but Detroit picks it back up. Rodriguez forward. It falls to Matthews in the box on the right side. Matthews trying to cut it back negative. Gibson stepped in to touch the ball to McCabe, and Louisville sees off the attack. Now it's to Ownby, wide left. Ownby coming down that far sideline, just relieving pressure for Louisville City. Tries to dribble around Gasso, who comes in with a challenge and knocks it aside. It's a Louisville City throw on the far side of the left, about eight yards into the attacking half here in the 68th minute. Louisville trying to do their best just to see this game out. Certainly happy with the score as it is. They can concede a couple of goals, obviously, and not be that worried. But this is a team that wants to go resoundingly into the next round they want this clean sheet they want this the is shutout. what this
4: team needed exactly what they needed going into the eastern conference final was a statement win uh, an opportunity for players to get goals when your entire front line scored a goal that's really encouraging and not only that but they contributed to every single opportunity so to have your attacking players feeling confident to have your defense play one of the best games as well with some of the clearances that tosh has had this is what this team needed now they just have to see if they can finish it out and keep this strong performance
3: Second throw for Louisville City further forward went into McCabe, and McCabe couldn't control it. It's out for a Detroit throw. Detroit getting ready to make a couple of substitutions in just a moment, including Richard Ballard, the former Louisville City player who we mentioned earlier, coming into the game in just a few minutes' time. After the Detroit throw, it falls all the way back to Tosh along the Louisville back line. He just heaves it forward. Bryant with the final touch as it goes out for a Louisville throw. On the far side, the left. In the Louisville attacking half, the Detroit, Detroit defensive half in the 69th minute. And it's not just two substitutions. There's going to be three substitutions, in fact, for Detroit City in just a matter of moments. 7,959, the announced attendance tonight. And now we are going to have those substitutions, three of them for Detroit. It's going to be Ben Morris coming off the number nine. Also coming off is Dominic Gasso. And then the third player might be... It is Reese Williams coming off. It's Richard Ballard, the Louisville native, coming on. Also coming on is Adrian Bilharts, a 26-year-old from Germany in his first year with Detroit. His third year out of, as a pro out of South Florida. And then one of the most dangerous men on the field, Dario Suarez, will come into the game. A 31-year-old from Cuba. He was acquired midseason by Detroit from Tulsa. He scored four goals on the year. Two goals evenly split between Tulsa and Detroit. Those, goal, or those subs brought to you by Fortin. Now Louisville had a brief opportunity there. Mogel couldn't find it, though. And Bill Hart came out of the crowd with the ball in the Detroit box to thwart that louisville opportunity 20 minutes to go those substitutions brought to you by fort now
4: i was a little surprised that they slept off reese Williams because i feel like he has just been so good going forward he's been one of their main players um getting in behind the back line getting crosses so i'm a little surprised that they opted to sub him off given the the contributions that he's had so far in this match and their need to begin to get some goals
3: Detroit trying to come forward. They played over the top to Ballard on the right side. He goes to the ground to get it away from Sharpie. Still Richard Ballard. He's in the box now. Here's Richard Ballard. Gets to the end line. Ombi slides in with a challenge to knock it behind. And it will be a corner for Detroit. Good work from Ballard for Detroit. But better hustle from Brian Ombi to knock it behind and get it away from him.
4: Yeah, some real nice fancy footwork there from Richard Ballard, which Lou City fans will remember how talented and skilled he is on the ball. And he's displaying that there. But nicely done from Brian Ombi to make a nice last-second Sliding effort to eliminate any sort of cross.
3: Here comes the corner. High into the air from the far side. Into the six-yard box. of movement up for the header. It'll go wide of the goal and ultimately bounce a couple of times before it goes behind the end line. It's a goal kick to Louisville City. It was hanging up in the air for a long time, that header. But nobody in white could get on the end of it. And now Louisville's going to have a couple of subs. One of them is going to be Jorge Gonzalez coming out of the game. Just a sensational goal from him to make it 4-0 just danced right around two challenges and then scooped it over the goalkeeper from point-blank range. One of the best goals that he surely has scored in his career. One of the best goals we've seen this year from Louisville City. And it's a defensive-minded substitution here for Danny Cruz because Gonzalez comes out and he's replaced by Oscar Jimenez. So a forward out and a... On for Louisville City, that substitution brought to you by Fort Noor in the 72nd minute. Louisville in front, four to nothing.
4: Well, we're going to see a bit of a formation change also from Louisville City with the bringing on of Oscar Jimenez. They're going to drop into that back five that they've done so often with having Kyle Adams, Sean Toshim, West Sharpie sitting as your three center backs. Oscar Jimenez is going to take over that left back role, and Manny um, Perez will stay in the right back role. So this is going to solidify the back line a little bit more for Louisville City, but it is still going to give them the opportunity. To send those players forward if need be.
3: Foul here against Wilson Harris on a very contentious call. He was being tugged by the jersey, but the referee called him for having a little arm around the defender that was on his back when the ball came to him. So it's a free kick to Detroit here. 16 and a half minutes to go. Actually, 17 and a half minutes to go in this game. Detroit looking for something of consolation right now. A team that has struggled to score all year long. Just eight multi-goal games on the year. They've got it right now along their back line with Lewis. To Matthew, or beg your pardon, Suarez, the player that came in just a moment ago. Wide right it goes to Brian at the midway line. Now back to Lewis along the back line. Rodriguez between the center backs. Wide left it goes to Carroll. Playing as a left back almost right now. The center back and the captain. Returns to Rodriguez at the halfway line. Wide left to Carroll once again. Carroll drives the ball down the middle toward Matthews. He wins the header against Adams. That heads it right to Brian Omby in the center circle. Omby back to Gibson. Now Mogel. Louisville coming forward looking for maybe number five. Forward to Harris on the inside right. Ombi making a run in front of him. Plays it to him. Here's Omby. He's onside. Right side of the box. He's got McCabe in the middle. Still Ombi. Gets to the end line. Now turns toward the corner flag and will slow it down just a bit. Plays it up to Perez at the top of the box. Perez moving backward. Wide right. It goes to Sharpie. Sharpie forward to Omby. On before to Harris on the right side of the box. Harris is going to put in a cross. It's intercepted by Carroll of Detroit. McCabe was in the six-yard box. Had Carroll not been there, surely would have found Nile, and he might have had the opportunity to put it in. It's out for a Detroit throw on the near side of the left, ultimately.
4: Yeah, but I love the little combination play and those through balls that – one, Harris played Omby, and then Ombi played Harris in return. We're so perfectly weighted. It was really, really nice. Oscar Jimenez, though, on the opposite side of the field, jumping up and down, waving his arms, trying to see if they can change the point of attack and find him because he had acres and acres of space in front of him.
3: We're in the 75th minutes. after for a Detroit throw on the far side of the ride. It's time to remind you, Louisville City fans, to head to Twitter to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. The poll will be open for about the next 10 minutes. You can head to uh, Twitter.com slash FC to vote on that poll. The Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. I would have to think it is a dead heat between Brian Ownby and Cameron Lancaster. Ownby with a goal and an assist, and he also drew the penalty that Cameron Lancaster put away for his first goal, his second goal was assisted by Ownby. So those two with their name all over this game. And Jorge Gonzalez also with his name on the score sheet tonight for Loose City. They lead it 4-0 in this Eastern Conference semifinal. If this result holds, they're heading back to the Eastern Conference final for a ninth straight year. An unprecedented run of playoff success, no matter the level of professional soccer in the United States. Detroit coming forward. They couldn't do anything with it at the top of the box. Loose ball picked up by Ownby. He's looking for more goals and he's spun around by Rutz and fouled at the center circle. It's going to be a fifth third free kick to Lou City in the middle of the field in their defensive half.
4: I'm surprised Rutz wasn't given a yellow there for trying to slow Brian Ombi up as he's making a run going forward Um, but regardless trying to slow the game down because if Brian Ombi takes off running he's got Wilson Harris who has fresh legs, got some speed, got some pace and those are two players you don't want running at you.
3: On the game, Louisville with 11 shots, four of them on target. All four goals have been the only shots on target for Louisville City. Steinwasher, an excellent save percentage at 78%. 78% of the shots he's faced this season have resulted in saves, but he's not made one yet with four shots against him. Louisville City actually conceding the possession battle right now. 47% of the ball with Louisville City. And overall on the night Louisville City with three corners Detroit also now with three corners in the second half it's all been Louisville City. Two shots in the second half. Both of them with Louisville City. They were the two goals. But the possession battle, as you might expect with Louisville now well in front, heavily in favor of Detroit. 65% of the ball in the second half has been with Detroit. That makes sense considering they're chasing the game. They need the ball more than Louisville City does. I would imagine Louisville will be comfortable sitting back and conceding possession.
4: Well, and the goals that Louisville City scored were more counterattack-like yeah. goals. It wasn't like they were in build-up play. They were they were turning Detroit over in good areas on the field and were able to capitalize.
3: Detroit plays a Ball through to Richard Ballard in the box, but he shielded off of it by Adams and finally squirted through to Matthews somehow. But Louisville able to clear it away. I don't know how that ball got didn't go past the inline before it went back into the shard box, but Louisville able to clear and see it away with 13 minutes to go. Rodriguez with a wide right plays it over the top to Rutz. He's gonna bring it down, but awkwardly could have brought it down toward the goal instead, brought it down and took him out of the box and then ultimately. Jimenez tracking back able to win a goal kick for Louisville City there was a clear chance there for Connor Rutz if he had a better touch he could have turned and had a hit
4: yeah it was a bit unfortunate there again Zimla was coming off of his line too so he had Zimla in an awkward position of making the run out to come and get the ball which I'm not sure why he was coming to get that one but if Rutz is able to have a clean touch there he could just kind of scoop it over top and put it in the back of the net or put it in for a runner on the back post for an empty goal basically
3: Free kick, 5th, 3rd, free kick. Or Becky pardon, the goal kick for Louisville City. Hit by Zimla, long into the attacking half. Headed high into the air. Bounces on the turf. Header from Rodriguez. Ballard brings it down for Detroit on the far sideline. Two defenders near him for Louisville City, Ownby and Jimenez. And it's out of play. Last touch by one of them. There'll be a Detroit throw at the midway line on the far side. The Detroit right. We've talked about it a lot tonight, Casey. You've said it plenty. But this is the exact performance Louisville City would have wanted to have. They would have wanted to have it a few months ago. But if you're going to get it at any point in the year, <laughs> might as well do it in the playoffs, right?
4: It, this is literally the best performance they could have asked for in the situation that they're in in the season that they've had. I mean, I, I, that was beautiful.
3: Here they come for number five. Only with a back heel to Harris. Harris driving forward. Still with it. Wilson Harris tried to slip it through from Annie Perez. Locked away by Detroit. It'll stay with Louisville. Gibson wide left to Jimenez. McCabe back to Gibson. Now Jimenez wide left once again. And they'll knock it around here and try and kill some time. But that was some clever stuff. The little moments, the little touches from Louisville City, there has been more confidence, more flair on an individual basis than I can remember all year long. Here's Manny Perez trying to get around the defender, get to the inline in the box, but he can't quite control it. It goes behind for a Detroit goal kick.
4: I absolutely agree with you there. I mean, there is no question about the little touches, the flair, the confidence the ability on the ball the positive energy going between each other the talking each other up the it, it's just been so much better and it's like, like i said the performance that they needed they there's no lie their season was not at all what anybody expected it to be and so to be able to come out in the tournament the first game get a gritty win and now this game that begin to put together this performance that they have is is incredible
3: substitution for detroit with 10 minutes to go o'neal fisher a longtime MLS player with D.C. United, Seattle, L.A., and Minnesota. And his first year with Detroit comes into the game a veteran as a fullback, but he's going to play further forward as an attacking option here for Detroit. He replaces Connor Rutz. That substitution brought to you by Fort. a foul against Louisville City gives Detroit a free kick. They have it with Bill Hart, the German on the near sideline. Plays it back to Carroll in the defensive half. Now Rodriguez between the center backs. Being chased by Ownby, who Despite his advanced age Still full of energy with ten minutes to go in this game It's out for a throw to Detroit on the near sideline the left And Louisville City now is Gonna make their final two substitutions and OV is gonna check out of this game If this is his final game at Lynn Family Stadium, you never know what the future holds for a fan favorite in Brian Ownby at his advanced age now in his career at the age of 33 if this is the last game he plays on this field, what a game it was. Well,
4: I think him and Lancaster both. I yeah. mean, you never know what's going to happen next season as both of those players are advancing in their careers. I mean, the, the performance that Brian Ombi put out there tonight, I was a little critical of him and saying that I don't think he's been the Brian Ombi we're used to, but that's what we saw tonight. We got Brian Ombi.
3: Ombi a goal and an assist. He is replaced by Rasmus Tellefsen. And then the other substitution for Louisville City, Elijah Winder, coming into the game. And Winder straight away takes it away. He's driving forward, looking for his own opportunity to score. And ultimately as he tried to play wide right to Mogell, it was intercepted by Detroit. Those subs. Brought to you by Fortno. with just over eight minutes to go. Well,
4: and something interesting, Rasmus Tullovson is going to be filling in the role of Manny Perez. So we're going to see him in kind of more of an outside back role. Again, it's that five back, so they have more freedom to go forward. But defensively, he's going to be very tucked in right next to Wes Sharpie. So very different from what we've seen in play but in any match, really. We've seen him in center mid. We've seen him out on a wing forward, but not really in an outside back role.
3: Yeah, that other switch was Perez coming off with Television coming on just over eight minutes to go four to nothing our score in favor of Louisville City two goals for Lancaster one goal for Ownby one goal for Jorge Gonzalez the first four goal performance of the season for Louisville City and it comes in this do or die playoff game here at Lynn Family Stadium the number five seed Louisville City looking like they're heading back to the Eastern Conference Final for the ninth straight year. Every season that they've existed, they've made it to the conference final. Detroit looking for a goal. They've got it with Matthews on the inside right. Wide right, it goes to Fisher. Drives it across to the back post over everyone's head, and it will bounce past the corner flag and the sideline for a Louisville City throw. On the near side, the Louisville right, deep in Louisville territory defensively.
4: And again, Louisville City trying to slow down those restarts as much as possible. Um, Detroit continuously pushing forward. They only have one player back, but Louisville City has dropped almost everyone back behind the ball. It looks like Winder and Harris are going to be the two players that are kind of like your quote-unquote forwards are going to be the ones that they're looking to release to or to let those two run.
3: Throw goes down the sideline. It's intercepted by Detroit. They have it with Bill Hart. He's being harassed by Rasmus Tellison, who just takes the ball away and does really well to play it forward to Mogel. Mogel over the top for Winder. Winder in with Harris. Two on three right now. Winder on the near sideline. Carroll slides over to knock it away. And it's going to be a Louisville throw. There was some confusion. The AR called it for Detroit, but the center ref overrode him. And gave the throw to Louisville City on the near sideline. That's the Louisville right. Well into the attacking half for Louisville City. Six and a half minutes to go.
4: Yeah, that was always a Louisville City throw. It came right off of the defender. And I'm not sure how the AR missed it since he was right there. But good call there by the center referee to overrule him.
3: Louisville with the ball. They've got it with Sharpie on the inside right. He plays it in the air all the way across the field. The left side, Jimenez brings it down off his chest. Plays it back to Adams on the inside left. Menez, they're working backward Louisville City right now. They go all the way back to the goalkeeper Zimla as Detroit chases the game necessarily right now. Zimla to the near side to Sharpie. He's going to hit it long down the near sideline for Elijah Winder. Winder in a battle with Carroll. It's out off of Carroll for another Louisville throw.
4: And I think Louisville City just trying to see if they can work it side to side, see if they can release Winder, release Harris to kind of hold the ball up in that area for these final five minutes plus
3: stoppage. in the throw to Harris on the near sideline. He was trying to hold it up and just kill some time. Couldn't quite do it. Bounces off of him out of play. It'll be a Detroit throw on the near side. That's the Detroit left. They're in their defensive half here. Fans here can taste it. They know that this team is on its way to an Eastern Conference Final as it stands. And the other game we've mentioned has gone final, correct Casey? Yes, Charleston. final. Charleston beating Birmingham in that game. And so Louisville City as it stands will visit Charleston next week. That'll be Saturday at 7.30. And we will have coverage beginning at 7.15 here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. And again, the only scenario that can see Louisville City play at home again this year would be in the championship final. That would be against Phoenix. They're the only team out west that Louisville would have hosting rights against. So if you're a Louisville City fan, you're also a Phoenix Rising fan right now. If you want to see these boys in purple at home again this year ball in the hands of Steinwasher, the goalkeeper after Louisville just heaved it forward. Louisville just kicking it anywhere they want right now. Just trying to keep it away from their end. Ballard with it in the center circle. Goes back to Rodriguez. Now Carroll to the left of the center circle. Clips it over the top down the near sideline for Bill Hart. Has it defended by Tellefson. The overlap is a move inside, Got to put it in across with his left. Bending toward the penalty spot. Hooked up high in the air. Out of danger by McCabe for Louisville City. Harris trying to bring it down. Spun Rodriguez. Rodriguez went to the ground. It's a foul against Wilson Harris of Louisville. It'll be a free kick to Detroit. Middle of the field. About 45 yards away from goal. We're in the 86th minute.
4: And the newly found Phoenix fans can watch them play tonight when they kick off later on. So uh, that that match will kick off a little bit later because it is a West Coast game.
3: Got to say, though, Casey, no matter how this game or the next week's game finishes, I should say, Louisville against Charleston in the conference final, playoffs have been a success. This is a team that was a... Frankly, a big disappointment from Louisville City fans' perspective considering the success they had last year. Brought almost literally everyone back off last year's team that won the Eastern Conference, went all the way to the championship game. Here comes the free kick from Rodriguez. Hooked into the box. A decent one. Zimla has to punch it away. It'll come back to Rodriguez but the flag went up against Detroit for offside. And it'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in their box. And Detroit's set-piece opportunity is ultimately wasted. But all of that said, the disappointment of the regular season, we said it a couple weeks ago, turn the page into the postseason, turn the page into the playoffs. You can rewrite the narrative around this team. And for a club that has found nothing but playoff success down the years, they've never failed to reach the Eastern Conference Final. And this year, despite the fifth place finish in the regular season is no exception
4: i said it last week i'll say it again the season starts over in the playoffs it doesn't matter what you did before that none of that matters it doesn't matter how many games you won it doesn't matter how many games you lost it doesn't matter how many goals you scored it doesn't matter who your goal scorer was the playoffs it starts all over and that's exactly what happened with local city here comes elijah
3: winder he's got it in the box and finally a steps in to knock it away winder took it about 25 yards cut it in against Carroll and would have been in on goal had a Mensa not come over late to knock it away, here's a foul against Detroit as Tellison held it up it'll be a fifth third free kick to Louisville on the inside right and I would expect Casey to Louisville will just knock it around here and try and kill more clock 87-39 and counting upward Louisville in front, 4 to nothing over Detroit City. Well, and the
4: veteran move from Niall McCabe to immediately ask for 10 yards. There's no way that they're going to send a ball into the box. There's no way that a wall needs to be set up. But Niall McCabe recognizes if I ask for 10 yards, the ref has to signal it here. The ref has to then count it out, and that's going to eat up more time off the clock. So an opportunity to slow the game down without sacrificing getting a yellow card for a delay of game. It's a very smart veteran play right there.
3: Rain coming down as the fifth-third free kick is knocked backwards. Then it's finally sent forward toward Winder. A movement, so wins the ball back for Detroit. He's battling with Mogel and commits a foul in doing so. Tugged Carlos back, and the referee, about five yards away, was well-appointed to see it. it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City on the near sideline. Still in the attacking half for Louisville. And again, I would imagine, Casey, they're just going to knock this around, try and kill off this final minute and a half plus stoppage time.
4: Yeah, there is no sense in trying to whip a ball in. I mean... If, if Detroit were able to come back in the game with the score, with the time, it'd be an absolute miracle. But you don't want to give away the shutout. You want to give that to Oliver Zimler. You want to give that to your back line because they've been so good. So offensively, you have to be smart in holding on to the ball.
3: Tellison drives one into the box. clear away by Lewis. It'll fall to Gibson 30 yards away. Boguel in the D. Back to Harris. Now back to Gibson as Detroit pushes forward out of their defensive shell. Really great individual stuff from Tellison. Just cutting back and forth. He was able to get past a few Detroit players, got into the box in a promising position, but his cross was ultimately cleared away. Foul here against Elijah Winder to the moans and groans of the crowd. Not sure where the foul was, but the referee called it to free kick to Detroit. And Detroit now rushing forward. They've got it along their back line with Carroll, playing all the way to the far sideline. Carroll does. Crowd sees that Brian Ombi has been named as the man of the match tonight, the Lynn family Absolutely. sports vision We're and training man of the match. And uh, that was the reason for the big cheer. 20 seconds to go in regular time. Stoppage yet to come. Still with Detroit. They've not yet crossed midway. They do now with Stephen Carroll, their captain since 2019. Over to Amu Mensah on the near sideline. He can't control it. It's out for a Louisville throw as Tellison came up for some pressure. And Louisville at a walking pace right now to get the ball back in play. We've moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Fourth official nowhere to be found with the board, and that's because there is no stoppage time. The referee blows his whistle mercifully for Detroit, and that ends it. The championship DNA remains alive and well in your Louisville City FC. They score four against Detroit City. And they take the Eastern Conference semifinal and advance once again to the Eastern Conference final. This club is 9-for-9 in trying to make it to the penultimate stage of the playoffs. And they will continue their season next week the Charleston Battery on Saturday night. We will step aside. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety, post-game show, comes your way after this break. Again, the final score, Louisville City 4, Detroit nothing. The goals coming from Brian Ownby, Cameron Lancaster, who had a pair, and Jorge Gonzalez. The boys in purple are moving on. It's Louisville City Soccer on ESPN 680 and 105.7.
5: The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
10: All-wheel drive season is coming, which changes everything. What doesn't change? Toyota gives you the freedom to explore with more all-wheel drive choices like the best-selling RAV4. Now through October 31st, get 3.99 APR financing on a new 23 RAV4 and 4.99 APR on the electrified RAV4 hybrid. With approved credit through TFS, excludes RAV4 Prime, plus get two years no-cost maintenance. Get details at at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
8: Nansen Craft Florist, family-owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
0: You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a four seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com.
2: It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Well, well, well,
3: here we go again. Back to the Eastern Conference Final for Louisville City FC. Welcome into the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. Tonight's final score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. Louisville City 4, Detroit City nothing. Tonight's game resulted in a Mortensen Family Dental clean sheets. A clean game calls for a healthy, clean smile. And with that, Louisville City victory fans, you can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location, tomorrow to redeem your free small frosty be sure to show the club's social media post about the win for redemption i'm jeff milby casey whitfield is here james black our producer in the espn louisville studios and casey whitfield for the first time all year a louisville city team that struggled to score more than any other louisville city team ever has dropped four goals in a game for the first time and what a time to do it in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference semifinal and somehow it almost defies thinking it defies logic but this Louisville City team has found their way back to the Eastern Conference final
4: they they, I mean they're a championship team plain and simple I mean throughout the season I don't think anyone would have the thought that the season was going to end up this way, that they would be going in to the Eastern Conference Final after winning 4-0 against a team, especially given the scoring woes that we have had all season. I mean, it, it was a solid... From the first kick to the very last whistle, a solid performance from Louisville City. They they committed to the game plan. They knew exactly what their roles were on the field. They were willing to do whatever it took, whether they were in the box saving the ball from going in, into their own goal, uh, or if they were on the other end diving with their chest to put the ball in the back of the net. They were willing to do whatever it took to to win this game. They came out with just this team Environment, A supportive team environment on the field. I feel like in previous matches when players had missed opportunities, you could see the other players getting on them. You could feel kind of the, the, the vibe of the team was a little more negative, but today it was so positive. Everyone was there to win this game, and that's exactly what they did. They've set themselves up beautifully. They have a really confidence-boosting win in front of some amazing, incredible fans who stuck it out through the weather, and they now have an opportunity to do something that nobody thought they could do this season.
3: Considering that the last two weeks, last week in the playoff opener against Memphis and the week before in what felt like a playoff game against Tampa Bay in the season finale... Louisville City conceded in the opening 40 seconds in each of those games. Considering that, it was a fast start tonight from Louisville City. They scored in the 15th minute a penalty kick that was drawn by Brian Ownby, who got through the middle, into the box, was taken down by Michael Bryant of Detroit. Cameron Lancaster stepped up and put it away, his first penalty goal in USL play this season. And then just a couple of minutes before halftime, Brian Ownby, on the second opportunity, scored on a ball in the box just in a crowded area. Turned and hit it with his right into the back of the net. Notable that a couple of minutes earlier, about five minutes before that, he was one-on-one with the goalkeeper and somehow did not score. Atoned for that mistake, scored in the 43rd. That made it 2-0, and Lancaster and Ownby were phenomenal. In the first half we went to the second half and they continued to be phenomenal in the 59th minute Ownby with tons of speed got on the end of a ball over the top down the left wing got to the inline, line Just outside of the six-yard box put in the cross with his left foot that took a slight deflection And it found I don't know if it was the chest or the shoulder or the neck of cameron lancaster Whatever it was <laughs> He knocked it into the back of the net for his second goal on the night and then not a minute later officially Jorge Gonzalez dribbled around two Detroit defenders, got one-on-one with the goalkeeper from point-blank range inside the six-yard box, and calmly, coolly, and creatively lifted it over the goalkeeper, Steinwasher, into the back of the net to make it 4-0 Louisville City. The final 30 minutes wasn't very eventful. The game was decided. Detroit sent numbers forward. Really never generated any kind of scoring opportunities and Louisville I don't City think they had a shot home.
4: on target. They
3: didn't in the entire game. Louisville City goes home in a rout tonight. The stat sheet, as you elude, Casey, 11 shots for Louisville. The four goals were their only shots on target. On the night, over the 90 minutes, Detroit with just three shots, none of which were on target. But I... Did Zimbalin not make a save?
12: He did,
4: but I'm wondering if they're saying it was over, over the, the goal. Oh, like it was over. It was going to hit the bar. It wasn't on target, and so he was just kind of pushing it away to safety. Um, that can—that's the only shot that came to my mind. Um, and I mean, they don't have it recorded on the stat sheet, so I don't know. Bar, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, all that to say that this was the exact perfect performance—a dream playoff game for Louisville City fans. And what a time to do it in the Eastern Conference semifinal. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about what this victory was. And now heading it's inspiring. into this. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. my point. Heading into this Charleston game next week, who wants to bet against Louisville City?
4: I wouldn't. After the performance that they just put together, I wouldn't bet against this team. If they show up like that, there's not a team out there that's going to beat them because of the, the team atmosphere that was out there, the willingness to do whatever it took for the person right next to them. You know, that, that's what's going to win them a championship is how they play for each other, how they play for the the love of the game, for the, the city of Louisville, all of it. I mean, I wouldn't bet against them. They have to show up like this, and they will win.
3: It's going to be a very interesting game, though, against Charleston next week. Two head coaches that I think it's safe to say do not like <laughs> each other. We'll get into that when we come back after this break. It's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Post game show following a consummate victory for Louisville City in the playoffs. Four to nothing, our score as it went final. Louisville victorious over Detroit City. We're coming right back here on ESPN, Louisville.
11: Energy comes in a world of forms. So E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources the right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants. Four times more solar than previously planned. And our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix. Moving us toward a cleaner energy future. Today.
10: All-wheel drive season is coming. And Toyota gives you the freedom to explore. With more all-wheel drive choices. Like the family size Highlander. Now through October 31st. Get APR financing as low as 3.99% on a new 23 Highlander. With approved credit through TFS. Or you can now get something bigger, more powerful, and more fuel efficient. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander. Now arriving at your Toyota dealer. Get details at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.
9: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
1: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
3: Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium where a crowd of 7,989 was on hand less than average this year for Louisville City a team that averaged over 10,500 on the season but on a night where you had Louisville football at home in a top 20 game you got Kentucky football at home against Tennessee a ranked Tennessee tonight and a game currently ongoing he had a ton of rain tonight. I think we can say a really, really good crowd on hand to see Louisville City victorious tonight against Detroit in the semifinals of the Eastern Conference by a final score of 4-0. Sets up a grudge match between Louisville City and Charleston next week in South Carolina. Charleston, the third seed in the Eastern Conference, finished with 17 victories against his nine losses and eight ties, 59 points in the standings, two places ahead and nine points ahead of Louisville City. And mentioned heading to break, Casey, these are two coaches that do not like each other. Danny Cruz for Louisville City, Ben Pierman for Charleston, his first year at the helm of that club after he led Memphis the last couple of seasons. That Memphis-Louisville City rivalry was serious. There was a chippiness to it. Louisville City said that the Memphis players talk trash, and now that, uh, that Pierman has gone to Charleston, seemingly the mentality that he had at Memphis has gone with him. Because these two coaches in press conferences and media availabilities and interviews have exchanged bars a couple of barbs rather a couple (laughs) of times notably on Soccer City one time we had Danny Cruz on and we asked him about Ben Pierman and he lit it up in a way that was completely unexpected but absolutely incredible Um, so that'll be a huge storyline this week it'll be an emotional game I would expect on the field with that as part of the backdrop not to mention the stakes i mean you're winning you're playing for the conference title you're playing for a chance to go back to the USL championship final
4: yeah i mean there's so much on the table there between that kind of bidding rivalry between the two coaches the the fact that you are in the final the fact that you know Throughout the season, it's just been a battle between those two. I mean, I'm trying to look back. It was a 1-1 draw, and then the other one was was scoreless. Yeah, so two teams that really just haven't been able to get the the better of each other. So it's going to be a tough game and um, one that I think is going to be really exciting for fans to watch, going to be really entertaining. It looked like when looking at the stats of the the Charleston's game versus uh, Birmingham, there was a lot of shots, a lot of opportunities, so a really open game. So I think it's going to lead to an interesting matchup with Louisville City.
3: Let's give uh, a final thought on this game, what might be the final home game of the year. Right now we're rooting for Phoenix out west to get another home game potentially in the title game. But what a performance to send the home folks happy. Just just give me a thought on, on this generally, what this game was, what the performance was, what it means, and then we'll wrap it up.
4: I was a little sad that the final home game was going to be against Tampa Bay and it was going to be a 3-1 loss. To leave the season that way at home really sucked because it just felt like this, this stadium, the fans deserved better than that. And I think Louisville City made up for it tonight. I think to leave the stadium, if this is the last home game, on a 4-0, absolutely dominating victory, the way that they did, really sums up a phenomenal finish here at Lynn Family Stadium. And I, I think, it was the right, it was the right ending. Not, not a loss, not a 3-1 loss. A nice, big, just thrashing win.
3: A thrashing. That's a good word for it. Four to nothing. Our final score tonight in favor of Louisville City, and for the ninth straight year. I mean, you can repeat it all you want. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just It's just incredible. Insane. No team in American professional soccer, whether it's Major League Soccer, whether it's the USL, whether it's MLS Next Pro, whether it's NISA, whether it's name a league in America, whether it's the NWSL, no team has gone to nine straight conference finals in the playoffs. Just a historic and unprecedented run of playoff success continued tonight as Louisville City defeated Detroit City by a final score of 4 to nothing. For Casey Whitfield... For James Black back in our ESPN Louisville studios, I'm Jeff Milby. Don't forget, Soccer City coming up on Thursday. Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Myself and Benton Newman, 6 to 7 o'clock on these same stations, ESPN 680 and 105.7, as well as the ESPN Louisville app. We will have coverage of the Eastern Conference Final next Saturday night. The team will be in Charleston, South Carolina, taking on the battery. will be on the air starting at 7.15 for a 7.30 kickoff on Saturday night for Louisville City against Charleston. Uh, that'll do it for us this evening. Until then, we say so long from Lynn Family Stadium. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. The boys in purple th- uh, just throttle Detroit by a final score of four nothing. We'll see you next week.
11: Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix. Of balanced and flexible. Of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants. Four times more solar than previously planned. And our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix. Moving us toward a cleaner energy future. Today.
10: All-wheel drive season is coming. Changes, weather, road conditions. What doesn't change? Toyota's capability to keep pushing on. With trucks built to outlast and outlive, like the legendary 4Runner, best-selling Tacoma, or powerful Tundra. Now through October 31st, get low 3.99 APR financing on any new 23 Tacoma with approved credit through TFS. Plus, get two years no-cost maintenance. Get details at at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.
9: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
1: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
0: Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. Help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov.
11: When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system.
7: Call the experts you can trust
2: at BJ Heating and Cooling.
7: Looking for extra cash this holiday season? You can make competitive pay as a day shift warehouse worker at UPS Worldport right here in Louisville. Learn more and apply today at upsjobsky.com. That's upsjobsky.com.